Kinichiwa Minisan. Hello and welcome to Famicast 47, your Famicast for the holiday season. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton. Danny, the day that I came into your life was the greatest day of your life, but for me, it was just a Tuesday. <laughs> Fair enough. I respect that. And we're also joined by Mr. Ty Shugart. I bought a Wii U game and opened the case, but all, it, all that was inside was a lump of coal. <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect anything less for you. But. <laughs> I deserve it. Yes. <laughs> so we kind of have a bit of a, a different kind of show for you today. It's going to be broken up into two parts, almost like two episodes into one. So you're getting a double dose of the Famicast Whoa. for Christmas. Just what you wanted, I hope. <laughs> Head explosion sound effect. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know if I put that in there myself or, you know, did that with my own voice. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we're going to go ahead and kick things off with new business as usual. And, you know, on top of that, too, we have a ton of different news, a bunch of different stuff going on here uh, that we definitely want to talk about. So uh, without further ado, we'll take a very quick break here and jump into new business. Okay, and James is going to go ahead and kick us off with new business. Indeedy, indeedy. Um, so, annual gift man was good to me this year. Um, got a few presents early. And uh, Smash Wii U was one of them. Nice. As I talked about previously. Mm-hmm. Very excited. And um, yeah, I've been playing that uh, pretty much every day since I got it. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much uh, amazing. Um, what, what can I say? It's like, you know, because I've been playing the 3DS version for so long. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I've had my glasses adjusted or something. <laughs> it's like, it's like you know, I haven't been wearing my, you know, contact lenses or something like that. And now I am. <laughs> it's like pretty much amazing. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I mean, I'd like to actually talk a little bit generally about my Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um before I start talking more sp- specifics about Smash, because, you know, obviously I finally got my Wii U set up, got my Japanese AC adapter and everything. Mm-hmm. Finally got everything working. And, um, yeah, like my f- impressions of having the system and everything. So I guess the coolest thing is that maybe you, you two, it's features that you guys would probably never even bother with. TV. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't work, by the way. Yeah, uh, I'd say the Japanese one barely works, but <laughs> well, at least it does something. I mean, I think. yeah, functionally, yes, but I mean, ugh, they do. They no, they don't need I mean, another TV guide <laughs> unless unless it's like 
not letting me unless it's IP blocking me because I'm accessing it from Japan but like uh, the European one does not have TV at all I think I I pressed it and it just said cannot access this at this time or something like that mm-hmm. or please understand or something ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV rots your brain you don't want to watch that anyway exactly, exactly. <laughs> No, but like the main thing is like you know off TV play like um, playing stuff on the gamepad. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, on lots of like you know core gamer podcasts, it's like usually when you hear people talk about that, it's like, why do I want to play games on the gamepad when I can play it on my ninety-inch TV, man? <laughs> probably. Like, well, their la- their ninety-inch TV is probably a laggy piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you ain't hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> which is true you know everyone most people have a big screen tv and you know if you live alone or you have no friends then sure you know these <laughs> playing games on the gamepad makes absolutely no sense whatsoever you know but for someone like me who has only one tv in my house and no friends and no friends <laughs> <laughs> but has a wife oh. and a child who does use the tv quite a lot then um it's an absolute godsend because like if i want to play smash you know instead of like having to wait till you know whenever my wife goes to bed and you know the kids in bed everyone's in bed then i can finally watch stuff on the big screen tv you know in the meantime i can play stuff on the gamepad Mm -hmm. and it's just totally amazing and uh yeah with smash it works you know perfectly i don't see any lag whatsoever Mm -hmm. i mean <laughs> Q coming, Ty coming in and calling me wrong, but like <laughs> it, it, it pretty much, you know, it feels like there's no difference whatsoever. I mean, it's just mirroring what's on the TV, which is a little bit disappointing, to be honest. Like, it's no touch screen at all. Like, especially with the uh, uh, hashtag worst menu design ever uh, <laughs> that Smash has. Like, it would be nice to just kind of press the button and go to it, but um, alas, it does not let you do that. Um, but yeah, just like playing the, you know, just playing regular smash and yeah, even like playing online. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I was playing against, um, uh, Addison. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I guess he lives in somewhere in the States. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> he does. Right. Uh, yeah, I was playing on him, playing with him and yeah, I was just like, uh, I wasn't even in the same room as the Wii U and I'm like playing against a guy in america online on smash it's just yeah it's amazing technology and all that hmm. <laughs> it's pretty cool well i played a lot of online and i have some choice words to say about the <laughs> online play, but that can wait yeah i mean ty sounds like you had some you know bad times but like i didn't have any lag i mean less lag than the 3ds version for sure definitely wow less lag than the 3ds version (laughs) it's like that's like saying it's not quite as bad as hitler (laughs) (laughs) no 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 because like i mean i had i have had some hitler-esque experiences on the 3ds (laughs) but like you know like literally the game stops and like the red icon comes up and it goes you know please understand (laughs) for like five minutes before it reconnects you know um i haven't had anything like that on the wii u just well yeah well can i ask you something go ahead what other fighting games have you played online all of them 
No, you haven't. <laughs> Even that one that you think I haven't played, I've also played that. <laughs> EX version too. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. We're not we're not comparing apples to apples here, are we? Though it's this is Smash Brothers, and there's nothing else like it online, is there? There's a lot of games like it online. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please, please, please to be listening. Well, there's uh, the Sony Smash Brothers knockoff, ah, yeah. which ha- has actually good, amazing netcode. Yeah, way better than Smash Brothers. Does, and it, it, ca- does it have and... items? No. Uh, Wait, we're not does comparing it? apples I... for apples, then, are we? <laughs> Whatever. Hey. <laughs> That that has no bearing on how good the netcode is. <laughs> None. Well, d- yeah, of, yeah. The, I'm sure. It, I'm not saying it couldn't be improved upon. Of course, it could be. This is Nintendo. Um, <laughs> they, uh, but just you know, there's nothing else like it. You know, there's, there's that amount of crap going on at once. You know, that's what I mean. There's like, a lot of games like that with even more crap going on at once. <laughs> Have you played Marvel? Um, okay, well, well, I, I'll just get into like a screaming rant when it's my segment. You go ahead. Okay. I'll so... only interrupt you every time you're wrong. <laughs> well, that could be a, a very uh, stuttering podcast then. Um, so, <laughs> other features of the Wii U that I like, I mean... Um, it's it's nice coming in, you know, after the two-year beta period, as I've said before. You know, I'm coming in with, like, the latest update, and things aren't as sluggish as they were when, it, you know, the, the system started, the first it first came out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, taking, what was it, two minutes to open the settings menu or whatever when it first came out. Danny, do you remember those just, times? Just basically, yeah, it takes almost, like, 30 seconds to a minute just to even get the thing, like, booted up to the, you know, the menus and stuff. I mean, yeah, that, that stuff's ludicrous, and I'm glad that it's 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 faster and it's more manageable. Not where it probably should be for my liking, but I mean, it's still a lot better and a lot more enjoyable because of it's that. It's kind of it's kind of funny, right? Because like, if somebody buys an, a 3DS now and gets like a new 3DS and gets a Wii U now with the latest update, I mean, if you think, oh man, these are so sluggish. Imagine if they went back and played an original 3DS, or you know. Wii U with like version one software, or you know? <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be like horrendous, right? Right. I mean, these are like these are. It's the fastest the 3DS is going to be, and this is the fastest the Wii U is going to be. I mean, I can't really imagine it in being improved upon much more, unless they revise the hardware, which I doubt. No. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's not it's not like super slick, not super fast, but like you know, I can. It's kind of manageable. It's a it's it's a kind of you know it's a comfortable speed. You know I can I can deal with it, and the this quick start menu is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that it you know remembers the last the last uh, whatever ten things that you I, you played, and you can just jump straight into it. That's very very cool. Right, that was gonna be my next question to you about the quick menu because yeah, man, that that's something I use quite a bit, and um, you know I use my Wii U to watch a lot of stuff on Hulu too. So it's nice just to be able to pick up the gamepad and then just get right in with. Very little effort, you know. Oh yeah, and the the last thing I wanted to mention, like Wii U system features wise, um, again probably thing that you you don't even think about, but like when you're playing something on the TV, 
And what I used to do, you know, um, before now is I used to have headphones connected to my TV. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't need to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I can just like plug it straight into the gamepad and I could be, you know, miles away from the TV and have all the sound coming out. Because like I'm talking about, you know, when people are asleep and I'm yeah. playing games on the big t screen TV, I can't just <laughs> crank up the volume well, you could. while people are sleeping. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah, it's that's a pretty cool feature. I was um, yeah, I mean the three games that I have at the moment, which is Smash, Mario Kart Eight, and uh, New Super Mario Brothers U, they all work like that. You know, I can just listen to the audio through the gamepad and uh, just turn down the volume on the TV, which mm -hmm. is uh, just super, just like, just the perfect feature for me. Really, is very, very cool. It's almost like, yeah, this is like the system for people who play games <laughs> with families. You know, it really, it really is. Um, so yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'll leave. Yeah, we'll talk a bit more, but a bit more about Smash a bit later, probably. But like um, the other two games I mentioned, yeah, Mario Kart Eight. I've only played about two hours of it. I've completed about three cups. Okay. Um, starting on 150 CC, like all real gamers should do. Uh, am I the only one looking around in confusion right now? If <laughs> if anyone starts playing Mario Kart games on 50 CC, please leave the room right now. <laughs> that's Such me, a waste of time. That's me yeah, jumping yeah, out yeah. the window. So I yeah, it's pretty cool that they give they. I think I heard this on another show, maybe it was on um, RFN, but like you don't have to play the lower CCs to unlock everything, which right. is cool. Right. Because, you know, with Mario Kart 7, I just completed everything on 150cc and then had to painfully go through 100cc and 50cc for the to get, you know, unlock the rest of the crap. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to do that in this, which is very, very cool. Uh, man, that game looks amazing. Yeah. Jesus Christ, and it sounds so good, amazing. I, the music just like really blew me away. Blew me away. Amazing, amazing orchestral, like everything is fully or orchestrated, right? I think it is anyway. Super cool. Um, I haven't played much online with that. Just a few few races, and yeah, battle mode sucks. <laughs> that, that's all I'll say. It doesn't have in in my eyes. It doesn't have a battle mode. I will not. I refuse to play it on a racetrack. <laughs> I don't think I've played it once just just because of what I've heard. It just doesn't sound like fun to me. But just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Just like it's just people looping around just like playing joust like jousting basically. <laughs> <laughs> One person goes clockwise, the other person goes anti-clockwise and they occasionally meet hmm. and fire shells at each other and hmm. they do it again. It's just uh so bad. And yeah, the other game New Super Mario Brothers U um yeah, I'm pretty glad I waited like, you know, whatever it is, two, three years since um New when New Super Mario this two came out. When did that come out on the three DS? Two two years ago. Two thousand eleven. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> was that two thousand and twelve? Well oh, it's a good time Christ. to wait anyway. It's it's yeah. yeah. I think I would have been very uh Immediately put off by how similar it is. Yeah, sorry, I... you're, you're right. I'm pretty sure that was 2012. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same year as the, as the, yeah, as the Wii U release. There you go. There you go. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a few months before, right? Right. I think we even said that on the last. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's more new Super Mario Brothers U, right? Um, <laughs> it looks cool, mm-hmm. and um, it plays like a new Super Mario Brothers game, and yeah, um, I'm sure I'll enjoy playing through it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, yeah, I don't really want to spend any time on that because you know old right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. how dare you <laughs> but uh, yeah the meverse is kind of interesting i guess it's nice seeing you know your friends pop up with messages uh with stuff <laughs> everything seems to be kind of like non-trolly which is a bit disappointing mm-hmm. uh, obviously heavily moderated meverse uh, comments but um there you go Please understand, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm sure I'll enjoy playing through it. Uh, but yeah, for now, it's just Smash, 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 and a little bit of Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. So that will keep me happy throughout the holidays, I think. Yeah, I mean, you've definitely got a pretty good lineup of stuff, man. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely want to get a GameCube adapter when they come out, you know, back to normal price. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Hmm. Well, I think I just read a news story like uh, yesterday about they, they they plan on definitely restocking them uh, soon, which is good news. But I, I mean, it's not like I'm in desperate need of one, but like I do want one eventually. Sure. And I will only play. Uh, I will only pay regular retail price for one. <laughs> not paying a hundred and fifty dollars for one. Come on, are you not a true fan? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I only paid like thirty five. Yes. Yeah. For two, well, two, right? Each, yeah. It, you, you, did you buy it just on a regular Amazon JP? Yes, I, I ordered early, like like two weeks early. Right, right, right. That's regular price, right? Uh, it, no, like in Japan, it's like twenty seven hundred or twenty five hundred. It's just a little more right. in regular price. Okay. Yeah, two, like two, I saw what was happening in the U.S., so I jumped right on that. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I said this in the last episode too, but I just opted just to get the bundle because I figured why not, um, you know, I could at least get one of these at a, you know, reasonable price with the game, so. So you got the game and the adapter and that's it, that's it, right? That, with, that, with that bundle, yeah, that's all you get. You didn't get the GameCube thing, no, the game controller with it? No, I did, I bought one because you could, you know. You, in, separately. Yeah, separately. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got three of the new controllers. Yeah. Uh, something interesting. The white controller actually has a white cord on it. Yeah, and um, I don't. You it know, really there... pops out in that mess of wires I have. <laughs> yeah, like there's a, a GameCube. I saw your tweet. Yeah. There's there's a GameCube controller that came out during the Wii era too. It's just a white GameCube controller with a really long cord. I it might I haven't opened up my Smash Brothers one yet though, so I don't. It might be about the same. <laughs> No, is but, that the one you showed on the video show? Uh, I don't remember. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, the GameCube era, uh, Wii era GameCube controller. It's the same type of thing, white cord and everything. Man, just says you know GameCube on it instead of the Smash Brothers uh, symbol. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> cool. Well, I think isn't the Japanese bundle kind of like a lesser deal than the West? Yeah, yeah. As you would expect in Japan, you know, right. something to be more expensive and have less stuff in it. Uh, of course. <laughs> like the Wii, the original Wii. It's yeah. exactly the same price, but, you know, there was no Wii Sports in it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want Wii Sports. I was I was going for that WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Hey yo. <laughs> yeah. Who wants a free game? It's not free. <laughs> Freedom isn't free, Ty. <laughs> it never is. It costs folks. It costs folks like me and you. Anyway, uh, yeah. So let's move on to someone else. Right, um, I'm going to go ahead and go next. Uh, I haven't been playing a whole lot recently because last weekend, basically last Friday, I was going to have some friends over to play Smash Brothers. And you know, at, at work that day, I was feeling a little bit cruddy, and I came home and took a nap. And then when I woke up, I had a fever, <laughs> and then it just kept getting Smash fever. Smash fever, yeah. And it just kept getting worse and worse, so bad that I, I actually went to the hospital. And, um, you know, I got a, a flu test and I, I came down with a, a version of the flu, whatever the hell that means. Man flu. <laughs> Man flu. So that really sucked. So I was kind of out of commission for a couple of days. So I haven't been able to play a lot of, a lot of stuff. But the, the previous weekend before, whenever, you know, Smash launched, I think maybe shortly after we – no, God, I think I actually talked about that. Yeah, I had a friend come over and I played Smash with him. So I, I haven't been playing – as much Smash Brothers as I would have liked. I have not got to try anything, any of the stuff online, so um, Ty can't laugh at me <laughs> about how, how good I say it is. No. <laughs> no, but, I, you know, I, I'm kind of interested to play just, like, with some friends. I really have no interest to play, you know, random people, honestly. Um, but, yeah, that, that's something I kind of want to get more get into uh, before I go back to the States, which is another part of my busy December something I'm doing uh, just next week. Maybe by the time you're actually listening to this, I might actually already be in America, but on, yeah, December 23rd, I'm going back for a couple weeks. So, um, but, you know, in terms of the stuff I've been playing, there is one thing that recently came out on 3DS uh, here that it's exclusive and it's kind of weird. And it this, this kind of ties in with some new stuff because this just came out on uh, December 17th here. Um, there's this free 3DS... Uh, theme editor that just came to the eShop here. World exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote the story up on NWR so you can see the stuff there too, but uh, it's called Home Menu Kazareru Baj Toreru Senta. And I guess like the Toreru, it's, it's, it just means like Toru means like Toreru, like grabbing something. And the way they do it with like a long, uh, like, Eh sound like an e uh i asked my girlfriend about that i was like why are they doing that does that mean like if you just put that in like katakana and put it out it's like trail like oregon trail and that is not what they're going for with this it just she said it's just a nicer it just just sounded a lot nicer with this combination of words but it just means yeah grab um get to the say <laughs> yes and uh so yeah basically what this thing is it's almost like yeah, I mean, like you said, you can edit your own themes, but this is it comes at a bit of a <laughs> cost. It comes at a price. <laughs> Literally, it comes at a price. So the whole thing about this game is that you're 
it, Ty, this might be right up your alley. I'm surprised you haven't played the hell out of this in the past day. <laughs> <laughs> this It's like a digital game center where the only game that they have are crane games. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. So you're, you're playing these crane games and you're trying to nab these different, what they call badges, that you can actually decorate your uh, 3DS home screen with. So, yeah, so that's kind of a cool idea, right? And the not cool thing is coming right up because in order to <laughs> even have a chance to try out these, you know, to try give it a go on the crane machine, you actually have to pay 90 yen and you get five tries to do it, uh, mm. to, you know, to grab whatever you want. That's real yen. Real yen, real money. It, it actually says the little rabbit guy that sells you stuff. It actually says... Uh, doesn't he? So yeah. Like, yeah, and it's actually like, real, this is real money, yo. Yeah, that's great. And he's like, it's real, just like this. And then he changes from like a cartoon bunny into right. like a real pink rabbit. It's just, right, right, right. it's it's kind of funny. It's really cute how they kind of put a lot of this dialogue together in this. So that's that's a lot of fun. But yeah, if you oh, actually at this point, Danny, somebody asked me on Twitter, um, why is it that Japanese games use rabbits to sell stuff? Is that a cultural thing? I didn't really have an answer for it. I and don't know. You put me I on the spot. I don't think that's to do with anything, is it? Maybe it's just <laughs> a Nintendo thing with that, you know, that recent Hoozy Watsy and stuff. I, I really have no idea. Because there's a rabbit that sells you the um, the Street Pass game. Right, right, right. Which is kind of weird. But yeah, I have no. I don't think. I don't think there are any cultural reasons for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a Nintendo thing. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. But, you know, the, the, I guess good news about this is that even if you want to play this and you don't want to spend any money, you can. There are ways that you can do this. The first way is that if, as soon as you download this software, which is a free download, you know, on the eShop, as soon as you download this, you have five free plays. So you can actually, you know, have a chance to win some of these badges and stuff. Um, and uh, let's see, as of right now, and I guess this changes on a weekly basis, maybe just the type of badges that are in there. But right now they have badges from Super Mario, the Super Mario Brothers series, like 8-Bit, uh, Mario Kart 8, and Animal Crossing that you can get. Now, yeah, like I said, you get five tries, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the Mario Kart 8 ones are kind of like, um, they're like stylized, aren't they? Like right. Kind of, mm, not really 16-bit, but like, you know, they're kind of like Paper Mario-esque. Yeah, I mean, kind of it, ones. They're, they're basically kind of like really nicely drawn, like sprites type of just 2D artwork, really sharp looking. Yeah, with uh, thick black outlines, you know, kind of sharp, yeah. Right. That's cool. So they, I, I mean, mean the America yeah. one's definitely like the best, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I've been yeah. I've been going for a lot of the eight bit stuff because I thought that was kind of cool. But um, there's actually and in the game too, there is a practice mode that you can play once a day. And in the the one that I was playing last night, you, there were like six different uh, wooden colored uh, badges that you can choose from and. And, you know, you're just kind of just plucking these out. They have shapes of, like, all these different familiar characters, Mario, whatever. And um, on some of them, there is, like, a something painted on the back. And it's, like, red. And if you pluck one of those out that have one of these red backs, then you have a chance to win stuff. Like, I yesterday when I was doing it, I won three free chances to play in the crane machine, which is kind of cool. And a reason to keep you coming back, even if you don't want to spend any money to play this thing. Huh. Interesting. So... Got to watch out your uh, wallet doesn't accidentally fall onto your new 3DS because if you've got a Suica card in there, you might accidentally buy something. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, it is, <laughs> you, you realize how slow the 3DS is whenever it comes to actually 
paying for something because, <laughs> right, yeah. you That's know, I mean, gonna happen, is it? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this thing was not built. I mean, literally the eShop did not come out with the system, you know, when it released. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, this stuff is almost kind of like just built in after the fact. And, you know, they have in-game purchases, obviously with this, so you can, you know, spend more money and uh, throw into that crane shop and stuff. But, you know, it still takes a good, you know, 15 to 30 seconds for your initial payment. Um, which you can do now with Suica, like we talked about the last time, or your credit card, or just you know with a prepaid card if you really wanted to. But one really wild thing that I I was telling my girlfriend about this yesterday, and then she looked it up and she found some blog that said something alarming about this that I thought there is no freaking way this can be true. So I um. Suica cards are made from dead pandas. <laughs> well, there is that. Um, <laughs> no, but so then I was checking out the, the PDF uh, just uh, manual for this game, and I noticed some this alarming text in there as well. And so basically with this game, users are only allowed to spend 10,000 yen per month. There is a limit on how much money you can spend on this per month. That makes sense. I don't know. Well, does it? I mean, don't parental controls keep control of this type of thing? I, I don't get it. Are you complaining you want to spend more than 10,000 yen? No, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, isn't it ridiculous in this day and age with all these controls that you have to keep kids or, I don't know, your husband or whatever away from, you know, spending all sorts of money on this stuff? And then, I don't know. Ask the parents whose kids have spent, you know, twenty five thousand dollars on uh, shitty in app purchases. I guess <laughs> Ask those parents what they think of that. I think that's a good rule. I guess so. And <laughs> I, actually, I was asking. I was again. I was talking to my girlfriend about this because I. I think it's kind of silly because if someone wants to basically, hey Nintendo, I want to give you money, they can't. Um, but. You know, there are a lot of cases, a lot of different companies that do like this stuff, you know, in-app purchases for ki- and then kids get a hold of like their dad's like, hey, use my credit card to buy it a couple times. And then, you know, $25,000 later, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. oh, dad, I got all these badges. Oh, great. Oh, by the way, here's your bill, asshole. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, you know, between, I guess, parental controls, which I haven't really screwed around with, to be perfectly honest in this, this is kind of like a double safety net to keep kids from going crazy on this or adults to drive them crazy because they can't go crazy on this okay but anyways yeah i thought that was interesting and um, so after a quick calculation you can ten thousand yen you can play 111 times that's it 111 (laughs) well times five right because you get five chances with 90 yen right the free and well i mean it's still possible you could win free chances too so (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. So if you do that, then you will get to play 555 times in months <laughs> if you max it out. So, yeah. But So if you haven't got everything with 555 tries, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll have got every single badge by then anyway, right? Possibly. Like I said, they are updating this thing like every week. Sometimes some of the badges are changing out and stuff like that, so... You know, for... Also, if you've played this game 500 times, please seek, seek help. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, and, and also, and speaking of needing help, <laughs> um, I don't know if any of you guys out there follow me on Twitter, uh, or if any of you two here have actually seen any of my posts over the past like week or so, but yeah. I think I blocked you a few months ago. That, that's perfectly fair and reasonable. 
Um, <laughs> so I've been going a little bit crazy on Amiibo stuff uh, recently. Uh-huh. If I've fallen victim, yeah. So now I have ten Amiibo out of the initial, initial eighteen. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not it's kidding. Ten. I'm not kidding you. Jesus Christ! And you are the problem. Yes, and then Pitt. What, is what are on... you, Neil Ronahan? <laughs> 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 no, if I was Neil Ronahan, I'd have all of them. Not be sure, sure, in this sure, sure. pathetic position of missing eight. So, yeah, I keep listening to these podcasts of people who are addicted to them. Yeah. It's like, uh oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've collected stuff just all my life, especially like figure stuff and. So this is kind of like just a perfect marriage of the two, and it's just—I mean, a, <laughs> a perfect marriage. I mean, in, I mean, like you know, bad in a bad yes. sort of way, of course. But uh, like, like a heroin addict is to heroin, you know, that's the perfect marriage as well. Yeah, you get it, you get it. So, <laughs> yeah. So my amiibo count is rising. And can it's, you remember which ones you have without looking behind you? I just looked at them. Um, so Marth, Captain Falcon, uh, the Villager. Little Mac, Mario, Link, Wii Fit Trainers, Zelda, Samus, Fox, and uh, Pit is on his way to make 11. So, Is that Bra Pit or is that regular Pit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not, as they call it here, Black Pit. <laughs> it's a way cooler name. <laughs> Black Pit. Yeah. It is kind of yeah. funny to see that, though. But. <laughs> it's true, and the abbreviation would be Brad Pitt, which would be exact, exactly the same as Brad Pitt's uh, nickname in Japan, <laughs> which is also Brad Pitt. Yeah. I'm gonna well, start I'd... calling him that though now. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with like dark? Oh, it just becomes black in Japan, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's not like you know. Don't be talking about no black pit. It's not that kind of black. It's like it's just you know. It just means you know dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, yeah. evil versions. Yeah. Like it's the Black Santa thing. Come on, bring it, bring it home to Christmas uh, yeah, episode yeah. here. Like the we had we had complaints about because we were talking about like Black Santa, and people confused it with this, you know, incredibly racist. Uh, is it is it Holland? I can't remember which country does it, but like they have this something something Pietra or something. Yeah, like that. and that that is completely racist. You know, this is. You know, when we talk about Black Pit and, you know, Black Santa, it's just a, literally a black colored uh, suit version of a person. You know, skin color does not change, you know. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of just kind of a weird thing that, you know, Japanese people just, uh, it just kind of goes over their head, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> In, innocent. It's a very innocent uh, thing. It's not uh, anything racist. Right. I think <laughs> not intentionally, at least not, in- not intentionally. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's ever intentionally racist in Japan. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I mean, that pretty much does it for me. <laughs> yeah, I totally derailed. I mean, that, okay, I? I could talk about me playing as season and Madden, but I'm pretty sure nobody wants to hear about that, so I won't. Coming up next, it's Ty's new business. Hope you like fighting
ahead and uh, take it away, brother. All right, we're back with me, mm-hmm. the best. <laughs> um, I've been all over the board with fighting games. I've been going hard this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going hard in Smash Brothers, playing a lot of online and offline mm-hmm. with real people. I did unlock all the characters and stages too in my downtime. But have you managed to beat any of your amiibos yet? I don't have any <laughs> amiibos. <laughs> Because I have real friends. <laughs> Must be nice. Amiibos. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll come back to Smash. Um, so, mm, some people may have seen my shameful secret tweet. Uh, I've almost gotten every achievement in Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate. Ooh. I don't even like <laughs> Dead or Alive, but, you know, they, they made 5 a good game. <laughs> what? Yeah, since they got rid of... What's his name? Itagaki. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're going to say one of the characters' names. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, got, no, no, they... <laughs> Right. Was Itagaki ever a playable character? I don't think so. No. <laughs> but he he what he did make some comments in the interview. It's like, oh, they ruined the game by making it good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's fun. Um, let's see. Killer Instinct. Ripter came out. Like a few hours before the recording of this podcast, I tried him out. It's a nice. Oh, I saw the video of that. Yeah, oh. the trailer is really fun and I, funny. I thought it was a, a supposed to be a female dinosaur. Yeah, Ripter is a girl. Ripter always was a girl. There you go. I, th- I, I swear, I thought I heard you say he just then. I I probably did force a habit. <laughs> Ripter is a girl. I may accidentally refer to Ripter as a uh, him. But whatever. It's a dinosaur. Jeez. Don't you mean Ripedor? Dinosaurs aren't real. (laughs) They never were. They never were. But yeah. Uh, Ripter is the kind of character I think they they should be releasing. Because uh, the last three characters they released were like complicated space wizards. (laughs) And Ripter is easy to play if you're not good at fighting games. And you want to get in on Killer Instinct Season 2, try out Ripter. So not for someone like me, then, obviously. Yeah, you're, you're pro as hell or whatever. <laughs> so who was, the, who was the character hinted at at the end of Ripter's video? Um, is that a new character? Yeah, a new character is coming okay. up next. Uh, it's, but it's like Glados's uh, brother or whatever. Yeah, uh, Gargos's <laughs> Herald. Whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like what Silver Surfer is for Galactus. That's where I learned that word, Herald. Uh, I see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's great. Killer Instinct is awesome. Um. What else? Uh. Earlier this month, uh, I tried the Skullgirls arcade beta location test. Right. Right. I I can't remember if I talked about that before. Maybe on the live one. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, you said you were gonna go, but I don't. Yeah, I haven't heard back from you about it yet, though, man. Oh yeah, it, I, I tweeted while I was there. I played it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cabinet ran a little weird, like it, like it was, like just a computer in there and it was overheating. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> you know, hopefully the the Skullgirls curse does not strike. Um, does, what, what does that mean? It like never comes out or it breaks or something. Um, What's the curse? The curse is that everything that goes that can go wrong 
as just a matter of bad luck goes wrong, like, you know, they've had publishers pull the plug on them for, like, reasons that had nothing to do with the game. Mm -hmm. That sort of stuff. Um, Just random, horrible bullshit that just happens during the course of development. But, you know, I played the game. It was playable in the arcade. It was fun. It was good. All hail Skullgirls. Did you win many's games? Yeah, I did pretty good. And there was a nice guy giving out badges. So I got a badge with the Skullgirls character on it. Nice. Yeah. What else? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Tekken Tag 2. That game's old. I'm not going to talk about it. (laughs) Hey, you should play the Wii U one with Mario costumes. Because I know you like that. (laughs) Yo, that has the most amazing song in the Tekken Ball mode. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Mario themed? No, it's... <laughs> well, do you know what Tekken Ball is? I do. Yeah, dude. It's like volleyball, but with Tekken characters? Yeah, basically. Yeah, but I'm... you play it with your fighting moves. Right. right. I think I might have played that like way back in the day, but my most recent memory is not even from playing it. On Yeah, Earth. it was in uh, Tekken 3, right? I Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's in, yeah, it's in Tekken Tag. I knew that because the guys on RFN were talking about it on one of their episodes. Maybe a... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Jonesy's got it right. Was it? Well, I could have swore it was like on maybe it was on four hundred or something. But no, they said it was just amazing. And yeah, actually, I kind of want to get the Wii U version. Well, just for the crazy Wii U stuff and just to play Tekken Ball. <laughs> to be yeah, honest, it's, it's well, probably like nine ninety nine by now. So yeah, I, I might get it just for Tekken Ball. <laughs> if it's that cheap, I'm not yeah. gonna pay like fifty bucks or no, whatever. No. I'm sure it is. Yeah, right and Nintendo. I think maybe we talked about this last time. They're trying really hard to protect the prices on their games. Yeah, and they've been very good at it for the last yeah. but that's the couple decades. Game, right? It is, but hmm. we'll cool. see. But it's got Mario costumes in, so that's a gray area, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe they're protecting the price of that one. Yeah, did Nintendo publish it? I don't think they did, no. But yeah, like, pretty much every third-party Wii U game over a year old is, like, you know, less than $15. Okay, so (laughs) maybe I can buy another game. Well, I'm actually looking looking at Tekken on uh, Wii U right now on on Amazon. It's like 20... Actually, okay, 22. That's not too bad. That's like the high end, isn't it? It's the last copy. It's brand new. I mean, there's used ones for cheaper, so... Yeah, I'll put the watch out. Maybe I'll play some Tekken Ball with my friend. Mm-hmm. And Danny, make sure you edit that song into the podcast. Okay, I'm making... It's, it's ridiculous. What? So just Tekken... Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll link it to you just in case. Okay. All right, so yeah, those are a bunch of fighting games I've been playing. And... Uh, so talk about your Smash Wii U 8-player party. Yeah, we, we saw that we all, we all seen the tweet by now. Yeah, your massive cables. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah my my eight player setup it works. I haven't had eight people over yet. We I've only played with like four people, but I've been playing a lot. It's just just a matter of trying to get you know eight people organized. Right. right. Yeah. And you know, dudes who play video games, it's like herding cats. <laughs> I don't know how. Evo does it every year. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Playing a lot. I have a lot of opinions about everything in the game. 
Which uh, character is your... Do you have a main character, or are you just playing randoms, or what? Um, I play random a lot, but I've been playing a lot of Diddy Kong and Samus. Mm-hmm. And Duck Hunt. Oh, cool. Yes. He's called Duck Hunt Duo in the English version. That's and that's, on, that. that's only in, the, in, in Europe, apparently. Oh, only in Europe? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. I thought that was quite cool. It made sense. And that's <laughs> fucked up because it's a trio. What? Oh, right. You mean the, the gunman and all Yeah. That? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know if you've seen, but, like, Kid Icarus has these dialogues with uh, Palutena and that other like tsundere oh, girl i haven't done that yet yeah <laughs> yeah and uh they talk they talk about it Pelletina says look out snake i mean pit uh it's actually a trio <laughs> what a trio <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome in brawl wasn't it the, the yeah snake ones as well. it's like the exact same thing except with you know less likable kid icarus <laughs> well, i mean Sakurai- pit Sakura had to throw that in there, I mean. Of course. He has yeah. to fucking promote the <laughs> hell out of that for reasons. Yeah. All of his own games, he always tries to force them on us, doesn't he? Like, you know, Kirby. It did, and, uh, yeah. It did make kind of me stuff. laugh, though. When uh, when Samus comes up, Kid Ic- uh, Pit says, Oh, it's Metroid! <laughs> <laughs> Can he crawl? <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can look that up on YouTube and just watch those if you don't want to, I don't know, turn on your game. <laughs> my fa- my favorite um, snake one from Brawl was when he's like, <laughs> you fight him himself. Yeah. He's like, Colonel, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, snake, you're fighting yourself. Thinks he's hallucinating or something. Yeah. Or the, the Luigi one was great. So are you are you down on on Smash Wii U or are you down with it or are you down on it? Um yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um well for you know offline regular play, um I feel kind of neutral about it. Like like you know, it's Smash Brothers, it's HD, it doesn't have fucking slips and stupid bullshit. Um it looks so good. Yeah, it looks good, but a lot of games look good. Um, <laughs> like, you know, it's it's not bad, but I I just feel like uh, it's it's missing something. Like, there should be like a really good new gameplay feature or something. Yeah, I I can see what it, you it's mean, like the game that Brawl should have been. There's mm-hmm. like no Smash Ball next generation kind of thing, right? Yeah, and I mean. You know, that was a bad idea, but <laughs> but that was a new feature nonetheless. And, like, you know, actions after side dodging I thought were a good feature in Brawl. And then, you know, the Wii U, like, it changed, like, uh, the edge guarding game a lot. But, you know, it seems more like an arbitrary change rather than, like, uh, a good new Continue. feature. Can two people hold onto the edge at the same time in this one? No, in this one, uh, if you're holding onto an edge, another person grabs onto it, it pops you off. Hmm. Yeah, so it's different. You can jump again after that, right? Yes, you you, you get your double jump back. Hmm. So you can jump straight back on the ledge and knock them off, you know, just kind of. Yeah, you can just. Continual loop. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, uh, I'm not ready to call that better or worse. Mm hmm. 
But uh, yeah, I guess the eight players is a good new feature. Yeah. There you, go. you know, I, I guess I was hoping for more. It's just, sure. it just, it still feels like brawl except without slips. And I'm not convinced that it's better than project M. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm kind of feeling project M right now. I want to play that. Okay. I played a bit of the, um, smash tour. Is that what it's called? The Mario party thing? Yeah. The board game. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was okay. I no, it I played, wasn't. I played a short, <laughs> what is it? 15 match game or whatever. It's bad. Well, compared to uh, the 3DS mode, what's it called? Smash oh, Run. Smash Run, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's just straight up bad. But this is not bad. It's just maybe you need lots of people to play, and it's uh, yeah, playing on your own is maybe not that much fun. I don't know. I mean, I, I would rather just play the regular game. Yeah, I, I just I thought it was a, I thought it was a cool idea, and I think if it was online, it would think it would work right. And I think well that's too. that's the same thing with with Smash Run, where I mean, you know, James, yeah, you and, yeah, you and I, we we played it together, and I mean, that yeah. was it was cool to play with another person, but I mean, it was it would have been a lot cooler to play with like you know four people total, and then you know to be able to play mm-hmm. online if you don't have people around. But I have not tried out this new board game thing yet, so I have no idea how I feel. You have but, yeah. to death march through it to unlock something. The oh, Pac-Land really? stage, maybe. Oh, the reason the reason why it's better is that you get stuff while you're playing it, and then at the end, like you know, you collect uh, amiibos <laughs> in real <laughs> life. <laughs> it's like you collect stock. You know, you play a stock game at the end of it, mm-hmm. and every like guy you collect that becomes a stock. So um, if you collect like Marth, Pac-Man, and Mario in the final battle at the end, you'll have Mario, you know, you'll have those three characters to play as. And, you know, Marth gets killed, then you move on to Mario, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really cool idea. So it kind of, like, mixes up. You're not you're not just, like, oh, I mean, Smash Bros, what do you do? You just play a regular Smash game at the end, and it's over in two seconds. <laughs> and there's absolutely no point to anything. But, you know, at least this way, you know, you, you keep all those power-ups that you're doing, and that they, you can actually use them in that final Smash game game mm-hmm. kind of uh in a meaningful way yeah kind of i mean it makes sense but that doesn't make it good <laughs> yeah yeah it's not yeah it's not perfect but it's just you know it's way better than the 3ds uh, mode yeah that, the, the Wii, the 3ds exclusive mode. i i guess it's fun if you like board games maybe yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. i'd rather and, just play smash just straight up yeah sure that's true yeah but um, yeah, it's not like it's affected the quality of you know the the regular one player things that we've got used to like event matches and stuff. They're awesome, right? Yeah. Hey, I'll give you a listener as a pro tip: if you if you're trying to death march through it for single player, just like just avoid the other players until like the game is over. That that <laughs> way it goes faster. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. you get the unlock, win or lose, who cares? Just kill yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that out of context. <laughs> take it out of context. <laughs> yeah, I think the event matches are very cool, and some of them are, you know, very challenging. If you want to get the uh, the full rewards, you know, like yeah, there's there's like just completing it regular way, but then there's like um, like a little flag that you get if you do an objective, like if you complete it under a certain time or you know without dying once or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty cool. 
I don't know if you guys are being able to understand it. If your play, guys are playing the Japanese version, right? No, I haven't. Like I said, I barely, yeah. I haven't touched it since launch day, basically. Unfortunately. You no. Know, one thing I'm really appreciating is playing it in English. Mm-hmm. Like you know the um, the tips that came up in the 3ds one. Right. I mean, like as I'm beginning to start to read it, I've I've reached about halfway through the sentence and it, it's off the screen. I can't like. I'm the same I can, way. I can, I'm the same way. I can way. get the gist of it, but it's like I, I'd like to know. The full thing, yeah. But like reading them in English is like, oh, that's what it was. It's like, oh shit, I didn't know that. I didn't know about that about that character. I didn't know you could do that move in that situation. It's you get some really useful tips. And mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, and I've learned quite a lot from those. Mm-hmm. You know, something interesting to read while it's loading the game. Right. But, yep. Yeah. Um. Shit. Yeah. There's a, okay. So there's a lot of other things I could talk about. Uh stages they're they're kind of neat i feel like they recycled a really high number of stages mm-hmm. but uh you know stages are cool i there's i like the new stage hazard the lava so, yeah so yeah, yeah that's a, that's a really good feature so you can have like death huge death you can have huge bullshit bullshit stages with enclosed areas <laughs> and not you know make the game run on forever <laughs> you just explode yeah reach 100 and it's been a great feature. Uh, let me tell you, in Brawl, there was a custom stage me and my friends would play uh, called the Thunderdome. <laughs> Everyone made a Thunderdome. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. But um, although it was actually a square. But in any case, yeah, just a box, spikes on top so you couldn't hang out on top. Right. And, uh, you know, you just get get in there, you... You smash until you're a billion percent, and you fly out of it at the speed of light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that making a stage like that is even better in the Wii U version because, well, for one, you can put lava over the top, <laughs> and you know you can draw a dome shape with the tablet. <laughs> yeah, the stage editor is crazy. Like the stuff you can do, and I'm very easy to do. A lot, a lot less painful than it was in. Uh, in brawl like placing everything like tetris blocks you know hmm. yeah so, definitely cool i don't know, can you unlock more stuff it doesn't seem to be that many things you can put in yeah least, I, I yeah i, I mean I there there's been uh a lot of complaining about it um about it missing things like it like spawn points for one it would be good to place those right um you, you can set which edge is uh, grabbable, which is pretty cool. Ah, yeah. That's a good that's, feature. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't played yeah. with it much beyond that yeah, yeah. since I'm not planning on playing a lot of custom stages, but, you know, it's nice. It's nice to have. I made a Mount Doom, like a big volcano with lots of death uh, lava surrounding it. Cool. Nice. That's pretty cool. With a cool Metroid song playing in the background all right uh what other features do i want to talk about before i scream about online play for an hour <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> well <laughs> i think it's time <laughs> all right the net play in wii u smash brothers is garbage <laughs> and i don't know if anybody expected anything better i'm not and that's the end of the segment <laughs> uh, okay so um where to start all right, so there there's two ways to make fighting game netcode. Like you can have like regular, I guess you'd call it regular delay based netcode, where 
you like input your your move your your input and the game will delay for however laggy the game is and then the move comes out so in a laggy game you you will feel sluggish your character will feel sluggish and the game will feel you know slowed down like that or laggy if you will now the other way to make netcode is rollback based which is you ha- you have zero input lag or a preset amount of input lag you specify to smooth it out and instead of the game like like chugging and making your movement feel mushy it just rechecks the game state all the time and if if it like desyncs or shits out or hits a spike of lag instead of like uh chugging it'll just like correct the state mm-hmm. does that mean that characters like flick around move a bit yeah if your game is laggy as shit yes and the with a decent connection like um you know that doesn't happen and if it does it doesn't mess with your inputs which mm-hmm. is way, way, way more important. Sure, yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, and 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 of course, it, like a GGPO based games, which is like the popular uh, flavor of that netcode. You can actually right. set your delay, input delay, so hmm. you can smooth over the game like however much you like hmm. at the the cost of. Uh, changing your input lag. And the thing is, when you do that, if you opt to have input lag, it, it's it's still totally uniform. It doesn't, like, spike up and down and mess you up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the reason why they didn't do that with Smash, other than that maybe they're... Oh, I know why they stupid. didn't do it, but <laughs> please tell me. Tell me why. <laughs> I mean, like... Uh, pro players, you know, tournament players, they're never going to play online at an online tournament, right? Like, if it's for, like, you know, real monies or, like, you know, real-type situations, you know, they're not going to do that online, right? It's going to be in-person, right? Uh, It happens sometimes, but, yeah, not often. So, you know, I don't really see this affecting, you know, the pro players much, you know? Uh... Well, that's where you're wrong because pro <laughs> players like to play at home for fun online. Hmm. Yeah, so you're a shit out of luck there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> when it comes down to it, you know, All when right. it comes to real monies, you know, you're gonna be there, yeah. right? Yeah, sure, whatever. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this uh, rollback netcode technology is like 15 years old or something. And you can license it for almost free from uh, Ponder or Inkblot. I forget which one, which one it was that wrote it. So what, a- anyway, it's... Fuck, I'm so mad. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, okay, I'm not saying I understand or can even have an excuse as to why Nintendo would not use something like this. But I think I understand the thinking behind this is, you know, they... With there anything. is no thinking behind it. They they either don't know or they don't care. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I mean, you know, you got people clamoring about, oh, you know, okay, maybe not so much anymore, but oh, you know, there's a translation from Mother Three out there. Why doesn't Nintendo just use that? Well, I think Nintendo has way too much pride to 
I'm not not saying this is smart. I'm just saying I think they have way too much pride to, to invest a little bit of money into something that's not theirs as opposed to, hey, we can just do this too. We can do this ourselves. And, you know, you can what? write your own rollback net code. It's been done. It's it's not mm-hmm. hard. The technology is old. Yeah. But I mean, th- we're talking about Nintendo here. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. They're bad at making video games. Yeah. There, I said it. Online <laughs> video games, definitely. Uh so yeah, like so like you know, I played some games online. Like you know, Japan has the nice benefit of you know everybody living close and having great internet infrastructure. Sure. But like, I felt the input delay on every game I played, and I played a lot. So hmm. it, it's just there's no excuse for it. It's just it's just sloppy. Hmm. Get good, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't think it's gonna. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> And you know that like there's gonna be a lot of scrubs online on the Nintendo forums who are like, oh, it's fine, because it, you know one they're not good enough to know what fine is, and two they've never played like other fighting games online, which have like pretty fantastic netcode. I I mean like you know Street Fighter Four and Marvel don't even use rollback based netcode but the the netcode is still like way way better than smash and those games have been out for what like five plus years well much like the tagline to alien versus predator um whoever wins this argument uh we all lose uh so (laughs) there is no argument it's just it's just bad it is bad and you know only the listeners can lose in this situation yeah (laughs) You lose. Good day. Good day, sir. Yeah, so. It's fun offline, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the segment. Kicking off the Japan news this month. <laughs> no, say it right. Japan news. Japan news. Excuse me. Um. <laughs> you weren't supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to. Uh, so we have several, obviously, with several different things coming across on the on digitally on Nintendo platforms. You know, Wii U, 3DS, obviously, in the same vein. No 3DS Virtual Console games again. Uh, not really a big surprise here. The um, dream is I, dead. It is completely fucking dead. It's almost the end of 2014, and it's just gone. <laughs> but in terms of virtual console stuff, I'll go ahead and read out maybe the first couple here, mm-hmm. and then maybe James, you can go starting at 12 of the 17th. You can start with those that those five um, or. Okay something and I have, I have a couple things to say about these because it's kind of ridiculous not maybe not these first ones but so 
you know, basically virtual console stuff here starting on the third this month. Uh, soccer, the wonderful game that everyone was waiting for, is yeah. now available for you on the fan, from the Famicom Virtual Console uh, on the Wii U, rather. And what uh, games that? What, what's that about? That game? Uh, I don't know. I think about like kings fighting peasants or something. Gosh, wasn't yeah. that a Famicom Disk System game? Uh, the Kings and the Peasants, or soccer, or both? Soccer. Uh, actually, I don't think it was. I think it was actually just like one of those original, early, you know, what we would call like black box type of games. Really? Because um, uh, I did a search on YouTube and it said it was for the disc system. <laughs> I'm just getting proved wrong with everything here today. Yeah. Your parents <laughs> hope you set it up. <laughs> Maybe it was a cartridge first and it became a disc system game later i i mean who cares jesus christ <laughs> why, i mean it's not you kunio kun soccer so it can it can go get fucked yeah well um something else that came out on that day to, that kind of helped save the virtual console is uh, famicom wars the first entry in that whole series uh, or, is... or as danny has it written down fermium wars <laughs> <laughs> okay i was that, wondering what that was yeah i'm sorry that must I thought be you said freemium wars no, like, jesus christ i read that too later i was like what the fuck did, who put this there and i was like oh i did that <laughs> goddamn spell spell thing man just just totally changed it um, freemium wars i'd totally pay to play that game in, <laughs> in, in small installments over several years yes so famicom wars is available Starting on the third, freemium more is coming soon to a Wii U <laughs> near you. Uh, yeah, please to be excited, <laughs> whatever. Um, when is Nintendo going to start making iOS games, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then the uh, the following week on the 10th, uh, Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire, a GBA uh, game came out as well. Uh, then another GBA game, Namco Museum, which is a collection of all sorts of nice. old school namco games you know arcade ticket titles i heard you know i was checking out the review on nwr from back in the day like in 2000 oh, i think i i remember that who wrote that was it justin oh, nation it might have been yeah and yeah i don't recall off the top of my head but i remember i think he gave it a 5.5 5. so i <laughs> something must be wrong with this yeah game. like did it did it not save high scores there's no, probably no battery or chip in it probably not yeah so that sucks yeah so okay and then next on the 17th of uh december which was yesterday as of as of this recording um the battle network rockman slash Mega Man games ex e3 exe three aka Mega Man battle network three blue and white versions came out and then this game it sounds amazing battle network rickman <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ! Which I don't know—is that some kind of Rickroll type reference? I'm oh not quite sure. God! What so, a... which is the the black version? Uh, <laughs> again, we're going back to black <laughs> versions of things. So I guess is that like the Pokemon Yellow version? I guess essentially what this was because in Japan, version. well, in 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 the West, they released Pokemon. Or God, Jesus, man, <laughs> I, I'm not doing well today. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network was released as like a, a you know a two game type of thing, kind of like a Pokemon type of thing, a blue version, a white version. In Japan, there's only one version, and this this black version is essentially kind of just like a, a slight update. Maybe they fixed some stuff that was broken in the game, or you know stuff like that. It's essentially what you know a software update for a game would huh. be today. So you mean they up 
This is not a recent update. This is was done back in the day. Oh yeah, this is done like maybe something somewhere between six to six months to six to twelve months after the original game was released. So why why would you buy the blue and white ones? I don't know. I I, I was talking about this with Don the other day, and I was like, yeah, why the hell did they put both of these on the eShop? Did you like the broken version or the updated version? <laughs> pretty much. Price? It's pretty much pretty <laughs> much it. And then, Danny, I'm loving your typos. It's amazing. Um, then we have <laughs> digital, digital Champ on the PC Engine. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. It's like a kind of like a first-person boxing game. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Moto Rider, also on the PC Engine. Right, top-down racing game. Look kind of neat. Okay, and uh, what's this one? Akumajo? Yeah. Dracula? Oh, okay, Vampire Killer, a.k.a. Castlevania, the MSX version. Which is, it's it's kind of like a... Some, I guess kind of like a port of the NES version, more or less, uh, on the MSX. Uh, it was actually released in Europe as Vampire Killer. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, published by Konami and everything, so. It's a good game. Yeah. But then, obviously, the biggest game of the month comes out on Christmas Eve yeah. in Japan mm-hmm. is Duck Hunt. Dog Hunt. Yeah. Amazing. So this is going to have Wii pointer controls, right? Right, right, right. So and yeah, you absolutely have to have a Wii remote to play this game. So that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in the original Duck Hunt, couldn't you just cheat by like pressing the gun against your TV? And oh yeah, that's like, firing exactly. That's what I did. It didn't really do anything. I mean, it's weird how that technology works, isn't it? It like flashes black for like uh, less than a split second, so you can't actually see it with a human eye. Right. You can see it with a human eye if you're good you, at you video can. games. Really? <laughs> But I'm just saying like how the light sensor works, you know, back there. So I guess yep. it doesn't have to be pinpoint accuracy, does it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, interesting. Yeah. Are you, are you going to get that, Danny? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. If I yeah, if I wasn't in America, I'd get it right on the, as the day it comes out. Because I mean, I love Duck Hunt. It's, it's a fun game. Yeah. You know that actually might be a game worth buying instead of you know playing on a PC emulator because yeah. you can use your Wiimote. They actually added a feature to a game. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this is still cheap. It's 514 yen. I mean, that's that's the going price for regular NES games slash Famicom games on the virtual console here. So, I mean, it's not, you know, I figured whenever I first read about this as a thing that was going to happen back earlier in November, I figured they'd, you know, hike up the price or something and then do nothing else other than add in the pointer control. But no, and... Uh, you know, the, the way they do it, too, it's like, uh, you know, a target reticles on the screen and a reticule, whatever the hell, it's on the screen. And, you know, you can see that, you know, as you're moving around the Wii remote. So I hope it looks 8-bit and not like a new uh, looking one. <laughs> looks looks a little weird. <laughs> um, but at any, at any rate, yeah. Okay. Um, Ty, do you want to read off some of these next couple of games there? More than anything. <laughs> yeah. I know that the first one is something that everyone wants and is Yeah. Downloads December fourth. Wash Dogs. The dog washing simulator. <laughs> Didn't does it really say wash dogs? No way. No, it doesn't. Okay. I was gonna say I'm, it, man. I'm messing with you. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, watch dogs. Uh mm-hmm. how many copies has it sold on Wii U? Oh man, that's something I have not looked up. I'll tell I you what I think it sold fourteen copies <laughs> i'll tell you what for the next half of the show that's something you guys need to find out if you can and talk about it in my absence so i could cry because all the copies will be mine all right <laughs> next 
We have Shingeki no Kyojin Jinrui Saigo no Tsubasa Chain. <laughs> yes. And that's Attack on Titan? Yes. Yeah. Attack on Titan, the, basically the remade version of the game that came out this year with online play and stuff. We talked about that last month. That's we did. Yeah. Go back yep. and download that podcast and listen to it. Yes. Yeah, one of my uh, students bought this game. I was kind of watching him play it mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah, it looks... Uh, I don't, I don't know if they've improved the graphics, but it definitely looks less N64-y well, than uh, before. <laughs> if, you know, if you, if, you, if you play this game in person, it's one of those type of games where you look at videos or anything like that yeah. on the internet. It looks kind of crappy. When you're yeah. playing it, it actually looks pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very fast. And oh, yeah. Like, he was, like, you know, taking down those titans. Like, yeah. Like, pretty cool. And this is Spike Chunsoft here, so, I mean, I was doubly yeah. surprised. <laughs> They made a competent game? Yeah, it's bizarre. That it didn't have to deal with phallic mushrooms. <laughs> Was that them? I don't know. It is now. <laughs> hey, bad video game companies uh, turn around more often than you think. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, next. So we got Sengoku Musou Chronicles 3. A.K.A. Samurai Warriors Chronicles 3. Yeah, I... I really thought it was kind of funny what they did with this game because they did not show off any screens or videos for the 3DS version up until, like, the game released because it just runs and looks like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as they all do. (laughs) All right, so moving on to December 16th, we have one of the finest games ever made, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D. (laughs) Yes, and uh, I'm not kidding. You should get this game. Oh wait, you have it on 3ds? No, I don't. But I mean, okay. I know what Snake Eater is. Come on, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're not a rookie it, Nintendo 3ds. What the hell is that? <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> square block. It looks kind of like a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, oh, it's God. delicious. <laughs> Ice cream sandwich. <laughs> um is this like reduced price or something uh, I don't know. oh god uh, there's some there's some crazy deals on the eShop. like like uh i just saw like revelations uh, <laughs> hazard revelations has come down to 1500 yeah i think on, that's on eShop. i think that's <laughs> yeah. been like uh there's been a similar sale on xbox and probably every platform ever for the resident right. evil games right now yes there's a capcom sale going on right now on the and on on the European Wii U eShop, um, the the HD version was also like it was like twelve quid, which was you know pretty how much a bargain, mm-hmm. usually like fifty. Ah yes, 12. squid, the currency of the future. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> twelve squids. But it, uh, 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 amazingly, Biohazard, the oh, what's the kind of trial version that they sold as a retail version? Uh, God, mercenaries. mercenaries, yeah. Was also at one thousand five hundred right. yen, so <laughs> it's kind of a bit weird. Yeah, it's like you know, you've got like a time trial game and like a full proper game, the same price. But there you go. For the record, for Snake Eater three D, you know, originally coming out here March eighth, two thousand twelve, sixty one hundred fifty two yen, <laughs> and then awesome. that's what that, at least that's the price now with the new tax increase, I guess. And uh, now on the eShop, uh, looks like it's forty five hundred yen plus tax. Wait, tax included? Oh, I always forget those kanji. Actually, this is um, it's quite an expensive game, even secondhand. 
it, yeah. you don't you don't get it for that much less than that. I think maybe I've seen it for three thousand around there, but not really much less. Yeah, I don't. I you know I played like a demo of this version. It, it's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, hmm. oh, this is one of the first games to show off the three D on three DS, right? Do you remember they had that movie? Yeah, yeah, like a non interactive movie. You could just kind of spin the camera around, right, right, to show off the three D. Looks great. But also like, yeah. uses the Circle Pad Pro, so. You, you can go. use it on your new 3DS. Oh, yeah. yeah. So next, on the 17th, uh, again, that was yesterday, as the time of recording, SteamWorld Dig HD finally comes to Japan. Yeah. Oh, well, on Wii U. It's been on, on 3DS. Oh, yes, on Wii U. I, yeah, I think this has been out in the West for a while, right? Yeah. The HD version, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Ty, you want to say something about this? Yeah, it reminds me of uh, the greatest game ever made, Steam Shovel Harry. <laughs> that sounds like a european title oh no it's a free flash game you can uh google it right now and play steam shovel harry and it is incredibly rewarding and fulfilling you won't believe the twist <laughs> clickbait yeah so play google steam shovel harry and play it in your browser and tell me what you think of the ending Try this one weird trick that will help you complete the game. Um, so next we have uh, Charizo DX3 Time Rider, a.k.a. Bike Rider DX3 Time Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a change. Um, so is this one of those stupid endless runner games? Yeah, actually. Oh, is it good? Is this one actually good? I don't know. This sounds uh, like a game that was uh, titled by the game name generator. <laughs> well, now, this... Is this the one that Don Koopman really likes? Yeah, and actually, I played the second one last year thanks to him, and uh, actually, it was really fun. And I mean, it's you know, it's not like anything totally that's going to blow your mind, but you know, for a runner, it's, there's still a lot of like cool mechanics and stuff that they do. And I guess with this new one, there's some dealing with obviously time travel somehow in a 2D <laughs> runner <laughs> game. I I don't know how it works. But um, yeah, it, it could be and should be probably kind of fun. It's actually just the first version. That's the time rider. That's what, that's what <laughs> <laughs> Maybe to take you back in time to the first version, right? <laughs> and the other game released yesterday, we already talked about it, is the Badish Toreru Center, the uh, theme creator game, right? Where uh, you pay ninety yen for a fictional crane game to win <laughs> fictional badges. For your side, your 3ds. Yes, I might try the five free tries. Maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's at least worth a try. I mean, it's, you know, you don't want to spend any money on it. Yeah, for sure. And don't spend more than ten thousand yen because you can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And might as well just finish up the list here. Uh, <laughs> t- today, apparently, uh, Sega 3D Fukoku Archives. Yes. Uh, what did you like call me? I called, I called you a mother for Koku archive. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, um, you know, with Sega's 3D classics, oh, this is right, right, this right. is what they call the series in Japan, Fukoku, like Sega 3D Fukoku Classic or something like that. And um, this is just a, it seems like it's a collection of some of those games uh, that's available at retail and also is at the eShop, <laughs> some, ironically. Some of those games. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I remember looking on Nintendo's webpage, I should have looked at Sega's, 
uh, to see what games are available, and I totally forgot to write them all down. <laughs> so, but I, it didn't. It didn't sound like all of them were there. I mean, they all could be, and I'm just totally wrong. But yeah, yeah. I was wondering that was a that's a full retail game, right? Yeah, I mean, you can get it in stores and stuff. And then there's the Final Fantasy Explorers, which um, me and Danny talked about the demo, right? The, that you can save and mm-hmm. obviously continue, or in the full version. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that came out today. Are you? Is anyone going to pick that up? Uh, yeah, probably going to do it. Okay. Are you going to download it or? Uh, probably buy it. And but one cool thing though, you you get the digital version of digital 3D remake of Final Fantasy One on 3DS, which is pretty cool. A 3D 3D remake? Yes. You mean like from the DS? No, yeah. I mean like 3D, like stereoscopic 3D. Oh, you mean like the sprites just? Yeah, 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 that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Okay, so that's like a 3D classic they used to call it. Right, exactly. And it's it's coming out on the eShop, I guess, at some point in early 2015, but for as a special gift, you know, for getting the game early with, you know, however many people or, you know, whatever. First run copies of this game will have like a code for it or something. Do they do 3D classics? Do they call them that anymore? That was a big thing back when the 3DS first came out, right? Let's, there have been no more Nintendo <laughs> right. 3D classics, but you know Sega, they kind of call them that, not really. And they that's didn't um, they didn't really call this that. It's just, you know, in terms of just because this that's like the language that we use for this type of thing, so it's just, you know, I thought it was appropriate. N- Nintendo preferred to put it on a cartridge and sell it for like fifty dollars. <laughs> Ocarina Ocarina of Time three D, anyone? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the last game is Picross E six. Does that mean it's the sixth version? Yes. I think in the West, maybe they're up to like two or three. I don't remember at this point. All the Picross all the time. That yes. comes out on New on Christmas Eve, so yeah, enjoy that. Yeah. While waiting for annual gift man to storm in your house and kill your whole family. <laughs> it's hap- it's gonna happen. Some news here. Obviously, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, first, I want to touch on some Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire stuff. Uh, it's one of the few titles to hit. Wow, okay, that sounds kind of negative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, within less than a month, you know, uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha, Alpha Sapphire hit two million units here in Japan, and uh, that basically, in from July up until this point. There are four titles that hit two million units all on 3DS, and uh, yeah, these are as you know I just said this combination. You know, Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire counted as like one. Uh, Yokai Watch Two, Gonzo and Honke that's also counted as one. Smash Brothers for the 3DS, and Ooh. also Monster Hunter Four G. So all of these, you know, have got to two million units here. Uh, there are currently ten titles in Japan that have sold over two million units. So that's pretty crazy. And I was looking, you know, I broke the story up on the site, and I was looking up this information, and Nintendo had, like, an asterisk. They said, like, you know, hey, we've been collecting this internal data for, like, the past, since, like, 2000, I think. And 
with that data, they said this was like some kind of really crazy historic thing that hasn't really happened. Like within five months, uh, you know, four titles yeah, sell through crazy. two million. I mean, I mean it's four, it's four G just came out, right? Yeah, that already mean, two million, right? So I mean, that's you know, just a few months, and you already have four titles going through that many. That's insane, and uh, total, like I said, ten mil, ten, ten million, ten titles on three DS have already hit the two million two million uh, unit point here. Uh, for some, I guess, some comparison, you know, the DS had fourteen titles that sold over two two million each. Uh, the Wii had eight, and then the Game Boy Advance had two. <laughs> I, I have no idea. They didn't say anything about the GameCube, so maybe it had none. I, I have no idea. But maybe that was before they had data. It could have been. I mean, it was right around the time when they started. But poor old GBA, right? Jesus Christ! Did nobody buy games for that system in Japan? <laughs> I think they did. It's just. Yeah, I mean, anything to get up that high here, that's that's a pretty big success. So, um, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, like I said, Monster just, just came out and so did Smash. Yeah. They, they haven't been out that long, right? Yeah. And then, you know, Yokai Watch, that came out over the summer, but I mean, still, it's, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Amazing. But, um, so, 3DS doing well in yeah. Japan. And there's obviously still more to come, uh, <laughs> you know, with 3DS. Uh, from Square Enix, Bravely Second has finally been dated here. Uh, it's going to be coming out on April 23rd. Um, there is a collector's edition that's also going to be available. Uh, it's kind of expensive and only available at the Square Enix e-store. Um, I guess for pricing on the games, uh, just the standalone retail version of the game hits at about 5900 plus tax. So it's going to be over like 60 bucks uh, if you want to use that lingo, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the collector's edition it's going to be fourteen thousand eight hundred yen plus tax so <laughs> it's pretty yeah. expensive. What but, do you get with that? That so, is a fat stack of loot right there. Yeah, if it comes with some pretty cool looking stuff, so I yeah I'm kind of temp- tempted to dip, no. but it's probably, they're probably already oh. sold out. But so this comes with you know obviously a copy of the game, a special Anya's figure, the Pope. I guess kind of I guess the the what the, the heck class? Am I? Cla- thank you class that she is it also comes with a high resolution <laughs> sorry, sorry the pope class yes yes so people there's more than one of them running around. <laughs> yeah in in the world of bravely default yes wearing the mitre on her head yeah sure you. why not <laughs> uh, giving giving blessings to monsters and turning yes. to the side of good yes um, well, one thing Square Enix gave their blessing to in this set was a <laughs> was How's a, that for a link? Yeah, it was a high resolution uh, data CD, <laughs> which is what? okay. They still that's still a thing that can happen. All right, and with a so special, you, you put it in your computer and what like transfer pictures of it onto your hard drive. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, a lot of the stuff they just have it listed. They don't really have explanations, from what I remember. I wrote this story up. <laughs> they, that's. Like not even a DVD. That's like a, literally a CD with something on with pictures on. Yes. Welcome <laughs> to 1998. <laughs> yeah. Is it like CDR? You know, somebody just written on it with black, you know, uh, marker pen. We could only be so lucky. Yeah. There's the uh, what they Japan. what they call the special. Either that or I just wrote this wrong, which is another possibility given my track record. <laughs> a special make mini CD soundtrack, whatever that means. Maybe making of. 
uh, soundtrack. It is special. Yeah. Um, another thing that they did not explain with the picture or anything is a U, the letter U, notebook. Whatever that means. Uh, it comes with this rubber stamp, like from one of the characters in the game, and also a serial code for it has like some kind of in-game uh, stuff <laughs> that you can use. And also has like an art book and a novel that's called Bradley Default 200 Years Later, Shrine Madden, Shrine Maiden, <laughs> not John Madden. <laughs> Shrine Madden. Uh, Shrine Maiden. It's good! <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta follow your lead blocker. Uh, Idia Only if you leash. default first. You gotta default first. So I should stop reading stuff. So who's next? <laughs> Okay, well, Danny has an aneurysm. How big uh, is the figure that comes with that? Is it, like, super big or just, you know... Probably middlingly sized. Maybe, like, amiibo-sized. Okay. Maybe it is an amiibo. No. Maybe. It's, no, it's totally it's not. not it could be! But that, that would be, like, the first thing in the list. Yeah, it would be. They would definitely. Hey, they've said they're going to do third-party amiibos, so there you go. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's totally not an amiibo. <laughs> it might be. It's not. What it, What... Ty, what if they had like Street Fighter characters or you know other fighting game characters as amiibos? <laughs> that would be great if like Street Fighter or other fighting games came out on Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> they totally aren't, by the way. Yeah, they aren't. No. Uh, okay, so next is uh, probably something up Danny's street. Uh, yes. Theaterism Dragon Quest is actually a thing. Yes. Which we predicted on the Famicast many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out uh, probably only in Japan for a good while, but I'm sure it'll come out in the West eventually. Right. So it's coming out on March the 26th next year um, for the hefty price of 5800 So uh, Plus tax. Much, plus tax. <laughs> tax not included. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's obviously a theatrism Final Fantasy, but with Dragon Quest music. And you'll actually be able to play it at uh, Makari Messe, uh, where TGS is held, uh, at the Jump Festa. So that's pretty cool. If you want to check that out, Danny, are you going to check it out? Um, that's no. <laughs> actually no. That's the twentieth. Holy I crap! Will that's be, like in two days. I will be editing this podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're in Japan on the twentieth or the twenty-first of December, and you're in the Chiba area. Uh, make your way over to Kaihin Makahari and you'll be able to play it. It should be more like, I hope you had a good time because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get this okay. out before <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a time machine, please uh, yes. go back and use it and uh, play the game. So, yeah, up until now, only Final Fantasy games and other things like Romance and Saga and Bravely Default, only those games have had music in these games. So this is the first Dragon Quest yeah. music ever. Right. For wow, well, in this series. This, this long standing series of you know, two <laughs> games. <laughs> two games, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So Danny, I'm assuming this is day one purchase. Are yeah. you into Dragon Quest or you, I mean, you just like Theatrism, right? I I, I love Theatrism. I thought it was cool. I, you know, with with Curtain Call, the new one, I, I wasn't as hot on it, even though it's technically a better game than the first one. Um <laughs> I don't know. I just thought the first one did a really good job of kind of taking you through the games in like a chronological kind of order type of thing, like musically. Um, this mainly because of like the there's a mode where you're going through like uh, each of the basically uh, 
what the heck am I trying to say here? <laughs> Each of the games, like chronologically, and I thought that was kind of cool. And they took that out of uh, Curtain Call. They, they, I mean, they did add some a lot more interesting things and a hell of a lot more content. But I don't know. I just missed that mode because even though just, some people hated it, I thought it was actually kind of fun. One one thing, you know, they have the event uh, games, right? Like, right. Do do Dragon Quest games have those kind of long pre-rendered movies? You see, with, with the event things, they're not always pre-rendered stuff because when they're showing off stuff from, let's say, Final Fantasy 1, 2, or 3 on the Famicom, I mean... Right, right. <laughs> it's just gameplay footage, I guess. Yeah, I mean, those put in gameplay footage of, like, just kind of key moments of the game, or, you know, even with the stuff on the Super Nintendo as well. Um, so. so when it gets to, like, Dragon Quest Ten online or whatever... They'll, pro- like... they'll probably have it, just, you know... Some gameplay stuff, and then maybe some, uh, you know, FMV stuff that they're fond of doing. A, lo- a loading screen. <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh, the the uh, the non the piece of paper that comes in your empty box. It <laughs> <laughs> just shows a video of a guy opening it and being disappointed. Yes. Okay. Uh, so next up, we have a uh, little bit of uh, Zelda on Wii U update. Which um, I'm sure has been covered on uh, RFN and other podcasts already, but this was shown at the Video Game Awards, mm-hmm. best title for a video game awards ceremony ever. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Miyamoto and Aonuma came on and uh, were talking through translators <laughs> about this game, and uh, yeah, they showed footage on a TV in front of a TV and. Uh, Nintendo World Report were good enough to crop that and show it full screen. So if you want to see full screen footage, exclusive footage, mm-hmm. uh, please check out NWR TV, the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and uh, check it out. It looks pretty cool. Um, I do have some concerns about it in that, yeah, yay for big open world and being able to do whatever you want in any order. Can you but... shoot cops? no prostitutes or police officers but also it looked kind of sparse like there wasn't really much going on right and um i just hope that they haven't kind of spread the butter too thinly so to speak right and there are actually things to do i mean i actually saw an interview of miyamoto today he's been doing like kind of weirdly he's been interviewed by youtubers which is kind of weird but anyway yeah a couple of YouTubers got to interview him and they asked a few questions about it and uh, he said that, yeah, if you're on the way to a dungeon, you know, there'll be lots of things to do on the way and you might get sidetracked and forget, you know, what you're actually doing. So I mean, you know, I, I love Miyamoto, but does this mean, like, there are tons of things to do? Like, you can roll into trees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, from the first video, um, uh, what is it, those Game Explain guys, they did, like, a really in-depth kind of, you know, nerdy look at that video and they analyzed every pixel of that first look and they noticed things that I didn't notice. Like, um, there were, like, farmers in the field and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, when that monster came running at Link, then they kind of oh. ran away. Right. So right. maybe there are going to be NPCs, you know, just doing, you know, like, farm work and stuff, you know, as you're going through. They didn't show any of that, though. It was just very barren, right. you know, forests and grassland. Right. And, and yeah, exactly. We don't have any... urban (laughs) areas yeah yeah, villages and stuff right right sure there'll be loads of things like that so um but yeah i'm sure whatever it is it'll be an improvement upon uh 
Skyward Sword, which was very kind of lackluster in the kind of, you know, the t the world map kind of thing, because there were only like two places to go to. There was like, you know, the pub and <laughs> the, the the island that you start on. And, and McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> a, la a, laun a laundromat and um, <laughs> not, not much else, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it looks, yeah, I just hope that it's populated. But, you know, they got a year to work on that. Right. I mean, yeah, I was disappointed that there wasn't this a wasn't a direct feed video thing. And you know, I've heard other podcasts talk about why this could be, or maybe it's just simply just because it's Nintendo, or they just didn't even think about it, which is stupid. I, but I maybe. honestly think it was just like a we want to show that this is up and running and actually running on hardware and it's real. Mm -hmm. It's not just like you know fakery going on, like pretty much everything else at the video game awards was <laughs> it was all like you know intro movies and pre-rendered bullshit mm -hmm. i mean there was some gameplay shown there but you know um i'm glad that well and also the previous zelda we use Zelda was it did look very not pre-rendered but like you know it didn't look like gameplay right you know what i mean it, it was a cutscene right right it was um you know real-time footage and then it flicked to a cutscene so I think they just wanted to show, you know, hey, this this shit is real and it's running, and you know, you know, please look forward to it and please understand if we delay it for another year, because <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, fucking huge. Yeah, I really hope it isn't delayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over to you, Ty. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Uh, all y'all heard about the big Sony hack, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time, like. Sony has fallen victim to like huge hacks. Thanks, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, our interest in the story is the word is Sony has the rights to make a Mario movie. What? Yeah. Or they're in talks, but you know, apparently, like they, they leaked all these emails that said, "Hey, I'm totally making this Mario movie." Also attached are pictures of me hanging out with Miyamoto and crew. So <laughs> so it seems kind of plausible. That's crazy. Yeah. I I tweeted that um Nintendo should make a, a Crash Bandicoot movie to balance out, you know, the equilibrium of the world in case, <laughs> you know the world ends. Yeah, I mean there's like this. so many layers of absurdity on this story. Right, Bob Hoskins must be spinning in his grave. <laughs> so, <laughs> who says British people can't do Italian accents? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, he is British. Oh man, I thought he was from Brooklyn. <laughs> Why? I'm from uh, that Italy, isn't it? <laughs> in it. Oi, some chef nick me mobile. <laughs> you what, mate? Um, Shut it, Bowser. <laughs> James's true self coming out there, right? Um. So yeah, the other layer of absurdity is like uh, apparently North Korea. Well, according to uh, the U.S. Um, head of internet security or whatever the hell i'm sure it's some old white guy some analyst or whatever 
totally think thinks it's North Korea that hacks Sony for because of that other movie where some uh, funny men kill Kim Jong Il or whatever. Not the Mario Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, two different guys. Yeah. So, I mean, my first thought is like, North Korea has the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like, not two days ago, um, there was a, a, a lady uh, who was promoting her book about uh, teaching in North Korea because she taught in North Korea. I guess well, she was spying or whatever. And, like, <laughs> she talked about all this stuff. She's, like, teaching these computer classes where, like, they're teaching, like, like all this internet technology and you know the these these young men they're they're good at it but they don't know that there is an an internet out there <laughs> so so yeah that blew my mind i i would like to read that book she's promoting it was on the daily show my my friend was on a business trip to china and um we, we often send like youtube links to each uh, to each other and i send him this link and he just happened to be in china at the time and he was like, dude, I can't watch that link. I'm in China. I was like, what are you talking about? And apparently YouTube is blocked in China. Yep. Like you just you can't look at YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or anything, you know, with a dot com at the end of it. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Just blew my mind. Yep. yep. That's why they have Weibo.com or whatever it's called. Amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Chinese YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> I I is YouTube still around? The Russian YouTube. <laughs> it, it was always like a favorite to like circumvent YouTube policies for videos. You just put it up on YouTube instead. I tried to make an account once, but I can't read all the Russian. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. I mean, talk about re region locking. That's like the ultimate region lock, isn't it? Well, you, lock you can't everything. really stop the internet. The internet yeah. has its ways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have VPN to access, you know, like BBC iPlayer and Netflix and stuff. But like, yeah, people, I, I people, mean, in, people in China need VPN just to, look, you know, look at Facebook. It's like, yeah. it's kind of weird. Yep. Please understand. Yeah, please. So I, I'm very interested in uh, how the story is going to continue to pan out. Mm -hmm. North Korea denied responsibility, by the way. <laughs> but they liked it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so does anyone know anything about this Avi Arad guy who's the producer? No. Oh, wait. He was the guy that ran Toy Biz when Toy Biz bought out Marvel Comics. Uh, a company that Ironically, Marvel used to own. Huh. There you go. Oh, shit! He made the Double Dragon movie! <laughs> <laughs> Insta-win. Right? I've never actually no, seen no, it. No, no, no. Never mind. It's not the movie. It's the TV series. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Yeah. Isn't it? What? There's a TV series? Yeah, Double they made Dragon. a Super Nintendo game based on the an animated series. Wow. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> Double Dragon 5. It was a fighting game. I, <laughs> I recommend you watch uh, on YouTube Two Best Friends Play It. Uh, what else? Yeah, it looks like... Yeah, he, he did like all these Marvel TV shows. That, okay. That Any is good what, ones? 
it just looks like basically of course not <laughs> it looks like basically all of them like after uh 1994 iron man huh. fantastic Four, spider-man and like you know all these x-men's and stuff I huh. thought I hallucinated watching a Spider-Man TV show back in the 80s or 90s or whatever. But it was actually a thing, right? Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> X-Men movie. Blade 2. <laughs> Blade 2. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, and then Spider-Man 2. So, yeah. So he's been like the producer on all these. Okay. So, so he has some chops, I guess. Yeah, as so, a producer, like he's not the director or anything, so right, who knows right. if it's going to be good? But sure, yeah, he he's basically the Marvel producer for over a decade. Okay. Yeah, twenty years of producing Marvel movies and TV shows. Huh. Okay. And he has his mitts on Mario. See how this goes. Yeah. So Charles Martinet is going to be, you know, out, you know, off his nut. He's going to be crazy happy, isn't he? I mean, he's going to have you know at least two characters, possibly more to do. I mean, he could be the whole movie. Yeah, like like <laughs> if, I, I if Wario did. and Waluigi are in it, he's going to be you know his his voice is going to be hoarse by the end of recording. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could fill up a podcast on like how they should do the Mario movie, but let's not. Yeah, and say we did. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be obviously a three D animated thing with Charles Martinet, you know, in a recording booth for 120 hours straight. <laughs> that that would be optimal. Yeah. I mean, it won't be long before, you know, the Italian American, you know, commission come down on him for being a complete racist. <laughs> so <they> were... <laughs> Mama Mia. <laughs> but there you go. He'll be loving it, which is good for him, you know. He's got he's pretty much made now. Yeah. <laughs> but the I'm sure the movie will be either terrible or average at best. So Yeah. I'm... And it won't be aimed at us anyway. It'll be obviously a kids movie, so yeah. please understand. Let's do a virtual high five. And uh, yeah, I'll just take over the reins because obviously Danny is going to be catching a plane soon. Yeah. And uh, so I'll be taking over the second segment. Uh, and uh, well, yeah, we're going to start with uh, Life in Japan. And uh, we're going to have other people joining in in a moment. But we're going to start with Danny before he gets his plane. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, the question uh, we have, because it's obviously the annual Gift Man episode mm -hmm. and uh, all about Christmas. So, Danny, I would like to know, what are your favorite and worst Christmas memories you have in Japan? And it can be gaming related or not. You know, okay. It's up to you. But yeah, best and worst Christmas memories while you've been here. 
Um, <laughs> Maybe you should start with your worst. That's what I was going to do. I was going to start <laughs> out with my worst, which was actually last year. <laughs> so as the holidays got closer and closer and, you know, I realized I was more and more alone than I ever have been. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is, this, was, is this how you lost your your leg? Yes, it's how my leg was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that crocodile just bit it right off. But you know, um, no. And I, as the holidays were getting closer, I was noticing that I was getting a little, little, well, little by little, just more and more sick. And it, it's of, kind of, of all or something. This like is like for like a week leading up to like Christmas Eve. Okay, and then. On Christmas Eve, I had like a fever and I just felt awful, but I was like, oh my God, I don't have anything to eat for dinner. So I walked to 7-Eleven, got some fried chicken you and idiot. a sad little Christmas cake and ate it all by <laughs> myself. That was pretty fucking terrible. I'll tell you. <laughs> sad. Dude, yeah. Dude, I, is that is that why you couldn't come over to our place? On yes. Because I, I we did invite you over, right? And you got sick, right? I know. Come, come, come back to me now. Yeah. You couldn't come over because you were sick. And that's yeah. what you did instead. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I needed, oh, I needed to eat. I needed sustenance. Right. <laughs> oh, so. my God. Dude, we had such a spread. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just rub it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was too bad. Yeah. I think we ended up exchanging presents in January or something like that. Yeah, something like that something after like the fact. That. Maybe March. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> so, do you have any good memories? Um, uh, actually, my first ever Christmas in Japan, um, one of my best friends from America came back well, came here uh, for his first time ever in Japan. And uh, so we got to hang out like my whole Christmas break and stuff. So that was really cool. And, you know, I got to show him the cool places like Super Potato and all sorts of game stores and Akiba. So, you know, it was a lot of fun just, nice. you know, showing people around like that. People that actually have, have no idea of nothing, have no, uh, yeah. <laughs> people <laughs> no, who are, you know, amazed at everything in Japan, right? Pretty much. It's always fun to be with those kind of people. Yeah, so it's always it's just a lot of fun to do that and show a bunch of cool stuff. So, but. Dude, even the drain covers are awesome. Whoa, they have beer <laughs> and vending machines. Holy yeah. shit, dudes. <laughs> yeah, so. I yeah. totally didn't get mugged today. <laughs> Those, those are the Americans who say that. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> awesome. Not, I, I guess. Uh, do you have any like gaming memories around uh, Christmas time? Or no, nothing really in Japan. I I've only probably spent maybe five Christmases or something like that in Japan. So um, nothing like too crazy. But um, I remember back home back in '99, shortly after the Dreamcast came out. Woo! Yeah, I, I really wanted a Dreamcast at Christmas, and my parents were like, you know, if you're not like a little brat, you know, we're going to we'll get you one. I was like, okay. And um, I, I have a bit of a temper when I'm playing sports games. It's <laughs> it's not good to be around me, and it's not good for my controllers, especially when there's a concrete floor involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just... It, most of the time, it's just me playing Madden 64, you know, cursing out the con the computer for dropping that perfectly thrown ball and stuff like that. My mom would get so mad at me and ground me from games and stuff. But it ended up like that Christmas, I did not get a Dreamcast. I, I got Donkey Kong 64 instead. 
Um, for, oh, better, oh. for better or worse, the, the metaphorical lump of coal. <laughs> did you, did you get all the bananas? <laughs> at least it came God. with the RAM expansion. It did, so I had two at that point. But then, you poor child. Yes. Now yes. you're playing with power. That's yes. like 16 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, it, I, I don't know if that's a good memory, but I mean, it was just, you know, that was like punk kid. So, you know, looking back, it wasn't really that bad. And Donkey Kong Country 64 can just go burn in hell. But <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that was a that was a hell of a collector on that game, wasn't it? Yeah, I never I mean, even came close to beating it. I died on like the third boss and just quit. <laughs> I did everything in that game. Oh, and I don't man. know why I did that. <laughs> just shows how much free time I had back then. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, I think now I would give up on the first world. Yeah. <laughs> Pink yeah. bananas? Screw you guys. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, me and Danny were just talking about this before recording, but like, um, I guess now since we now we live in Japan, you know, we also were working in Japan. So like, you know, it's not like we're back in our teen, teen years, you know, when we're playing games at Christmas and, you know, we have all those kind of gaming Christmas memories. All of my kind of gaming Christmas memories are like, you know, before I came here. So. Right. So, yeah. But, yes, stay tuned for more. After this short break, uh, we're going to be joined by more people. Yay! Yes. Better people than Danny. Definitely better than me. So, <laughs> look forward to that. So, yeah, we're going to say uh, uh, goodbye to Danny here. Danny, Merry Christmas. Have a good New Year. Right. Uh, have, a, have a great time in the States. Thanks, guys. And uh, try not to get shot or involved in any terrorist activities. Uh, it's going to be difficult, but I'll see what I can do. Okay. Allah Akbar. <laughs> Later, guys. Hey. segment but first of all we have a new challenger it's mr matthew walker hey hey how's it going hey man been a while it has been a while <laughs> i hope everybody's Especially doing me right. And you, right me and you we haven't recorded in i don't know oh man <laughs> yeah uh, maybe a couple of years i don't know yeah no kidding hey i heard you uh finish up school there 
I did. I did. Hence my presence on the show. And uh, oh, yeah. you had a baby. I did. I did. And hence my having a baby strapped to my stomach while I talk on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, man. Awesome. So, yeah, that, that would be the reason why we're all talking a bit quieter. Apart from Ty, because he can be as loud as he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, the theme that we uh, started off with Danny there was um, best and worst Christmas memories in Japan, uh, preferably gaming related. If not, then you know that's no big deal. So um, I've got a good one, and uh, I just kind of thought of it, and I'm going to share it with you guys. So uh, obviously, gaming since I became a father has got um, less and less. Um, so this is actually before my son was born, so it's like maybe three, over three and a half years ago. Um, so round about, this is like obviously the Wii, height of the Wii uh, time, you know, Wii popularity, max, that kind of time. And um, I had, I we usually spend Christmas with my, my wife's uh, parents, and we usually kind of do a double Christmas we do one at one Christmas at theirs one Christmas at ours and uh so that that year um I decided to take my Wii over to their house to do some uh pretty party gaming and I was a bit apprehensive because obviously my my wife's parents are like you know the opposite of gamers you know I don't think they've uh played a game since the original Famicom <laughs> um like literally I'm not. I'm not making that up. All right. Well, uh, then the Wii is going to be a new thing for them. Good deal. All right. This is turning out to be an interesting story. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was actually kind of surprised to hear that my my father-in-law had actually played a Famicom, which is uh, uh, pretty cool. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, I, I brought it over, hooked up to their TV and everything, and uh, I've stick in Wii Sports because obviously, what else are you going to play for people who've never played uh, games, real games before? And, uh, yeah, we started off with Wii Bowling. And, uh, yeah, they instantly got into it. I was really surprised. Nice. Because, um, yeah, I guess that is the beauty of the Wii, right? You just say, hey, just throw this remote around like it's a bowling ball and it mimics what you're doing in real life. And yeah, they kind of picked it up immediately. Nice, it just kind yeah, of clicked, huh? Yeah, it just kind of clicked. And I was just, like, totally amazed by that and... I had yeah, my sister uh, sister in law was there at the time too, and it was um, yeah, we had like I don't know how many like maybe six people playing, like uh, rounds of b- uh, bowling and stuff, and uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. We all had a awesome time, and I think we ended up doing like pairs or something like that. And um, no broken TVs. <laughs> no, I was I was quite careful. Had the had the condoms on and uh, had the hand straps on because safety yeah, was, first. <laughs> safety first, right? I was worried about that. Well, it wasn't my TV; it was my father-in-law's TV. But you know, I didn't want to damage his, you know, fifty whatever inch TV he's got. Oh, nice, good deal. <laughs> so after after that experience, were they so hooked down the weed that they went out and bought one themselves? Absolutely not. Uh, no, they didn't. But um, after we played bowling we had like christmas lunch or whatever my father-in-law expressed an interest in playing the golf oh nice so i I took them through a few rounds of golf and he seemed to like that too um huh maybe i should try the wii version with him anyway maybe that's something for this christmas but yeah that was like a really awesome gaming memory and it was in japan you know i haven't really had many of those as we talked about just previously you know 
uh, all of my best gaming memories, I guess, you know, real gaming memories, uh, like back in England, you know, probably playing Zelda or Green of Time, you know, around about that time, uh, when I got my first Super Nintendo, Mario World, you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, that was my probably my most recent good one. I'll say I'll save my worst one for a bit later on. Have you guys got any uh, <laughs> good gaming memories? Christmas gaming memories? Or I guess I'll go ahead and start out with uh, my worst gaming memory, and it's just a short one <laughs> in Japan, anyways. And it's just that every year I'm working on Christmas, <laughs> so I don't really Welcome get a whole lot of gaming. Welcome to Japan. Yep. you stole mine, man. You stole mine. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Yeah, I got it. That was gonna be mine. Shouldn't have shaved it. You shouldn't have saved it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, every year on every December twenty fifth, I'm at work, and I'm not playing video games <laughs> or spending it with family because but I'm that's at not work. the worst bit, right? The worst part for me, like my first Christmas, uh, my mine was going to be my first ever Christmas in Japan. Obviously, like you're missing your family; it's your first oh, sure. you know, full year away from your family or whatever. And uh, you're working on Christmas Day, and no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like no one gives a shit. That's the worst thing. It's like it's not like oh James, man, I really feel sorry for you foreigners here in Japan. You know, not spending that you know day with your family. It's like nope. Yeah, get to work. Yep. (laughs) No one says Merry Christmas. No one. No one even knows it's Christmas because you know for Japanese people the 24th is Christmas. You know the 25th. You know deal with it. Right. It's just it's a normal working day. Right. Right. (laughs) So yeah, that that was going to be mine. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, in Japan, right? The, the Christmas is mainly for you know, uh, basically you to spend with your significant other, right? And spend with your it's boyfriend. Valentine's girlfriend. Day. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day winter edition. Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Although, uh, from what I understand, the ladies uh, expect you to you know take them out for really nice, expensive dinners and buy them nice stuff. Luckily, I haven't really had to deal with anything like that. <laughs> At least if I have, I've repressed those memories already, which is quite a possibility. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're, yeah, it, <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's, it's nice to be, you know, if you're a single guy, which, you know, uh, I have had a single guy Christmas in Japan. It is kind of a bit sad to see, you know, people oh, yeah. going out on dates and, you know, you're just working yeah. <laughs> and people are going out on dates. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, very true. Yeah. It's best to just spend time with your friends at that point. Yeah. Play play games. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, so I guess uh, while I'm trying to think of something I enjoyed about Christmas <laughs> in Japan, seeing as I'm always working, maybe uh, we can turn the table to Ty there. Yeah. Um. So let me see. I've spent one, two, three Christmases in Japan. This will be the fourth and um have you worked pre- any of them or um actually no through sheer luck i haven't i'm gonna be working this year though teaches ftw right yeah uh well after work we're having a nomi kai so right. it, it's gonna be pretty jolly i think <laughs> awesome yeah um yeah best memory doesn't really have anything to do with video games but you know uh, i went Back when I was a university student, I went to Disneyland on Christmas Day with a with a very pretty girl. Nice. Yeah, it was good times. It was a lot of fun. This is this is back home, right? No, this is in Japan. Oh, nice. Awesome. This is the Japan podcast, right? Oh, it is. <laughs> I think I think it is. 
Okay. Oh, you Tokyo Tokyo Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, yes, Tokyo yeah. Disneyland. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Did you see? It, did you see Mickey dressed as Santa? <laughs> did I? I don't know. Did he get his signature? Which is what? <laughs> which is like That's the right. best thing a Japanese person can ever get. Right. Sure how how can he sign his name with those huge gloves? Well, that's why they're in you know such demand because it's such an impressive feat that he can do that. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> you haven't I, seen. Anything. I learned something new today. <laughs> you haven't seen anything until you've seen two fully grown women go mental when they see Mickey Mouse. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <Disneyland>. Not just <laughs> one, but two, huh? Yeah. That is a special yeah. situation there. It's true. You know, people queuing up for like literally an hour just to have one photograph taken with a guy in a suit. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, like Matt said, it's more of a romantic holiday in Japan. Right, right, right. And I think we're going to come back to that again when we get the the letters section. Right, right, right. So do um, you have a, do you have a, a, a worst one? Um... Maybe, Every maybe, other one? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I haven't had a Christmas disasters or anything, okay. but yeah, it, uh, of course, nobody gives a, a fat rat's ass that is Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, whatever, that that's Japan. You deal with it. That's annual gifts man's ultimate, you know, that's what, that's his ultimate goal at Christmas, isn't it? To make sure that gaijins yeah. don't enjoy themselves. That's right. Right. That's what it's all right. About. Which is why they don't have insulation in Japan. <laughs> they have huge heating bills. <laughs> it's so weird. true. So true. And then they also do, they also do, you know, to go on a tangent related to that, then, you know, they, they have other ways of heating stuff, right? Like they have right. floors, they have heated floors. They have yeah. like uh, they have carpets. They have what we call hot tables. carpets here. Right. Yeah, that's right. And then you have, of course, the tables, the kotatsu, right? That's right. Yeah. Everything they could do to avoid actually having <laughs> proper insulation and central heating, they do. Right. That's right. Coming, co- coming up next, heated windows. You know, oh, <laughs> just I wouldn't doubt just it. just set fire to the ten thousand yen bills and just you know burn those instead. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably get more heat. Yeah. Oh, I got is. a tax refund, which is nice. Oh, right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Ty. Yeah, just in time for Christmas. All yeah, right. it's nice. Um, but as for video game stuff, um, the Christmas season actually puts me in the mood for playing my favorite video games that are received on or around Christmas. Yeah, man. Yeah, and like, you know, I I associate some games with christmas that make absolutely no sense like um quake 3 <laughs> all right Merry christmas yeah oh, christmas oh, cheer oh. everywhere gibbs, gibbs for everyone <laughs> yeah Actually, for me it's probably um diddy kong racing yeah that's and a big one but well, that the that has a whole so good. that has a whole christmas area it does doesn't it? it's great yeah just just those all those snow levels and diddy kong racing is so yeah. good and the music and, is so good and Donkey Kong Country as well. I wish there was a like. I mean, other than actually buying the cartridge and an N sixty four, I wish there was a you know a way to play Diddy Kong Racing. You know, maybe someday without, without emulating. But yeah, well, isn't it on three DS? Yeah, but it doesn't. It's not very good. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. But yeah, I, maybe I should just you know pony up the money and buy a Japanese N sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, you you can uh. Also play American games with the Japanese one with the the smallest of effort. 
Uh, yeah, I think we talked about that before, right? You just need the, uh, what is it, adapter? <laughs> you need like like a rusty pocket knife to take out <laughs> oh, the, oh, the plastic right. chunks. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, <laughs> That'll yeah. work. But it's got to be yeah. a rusty pocket knife. A regular pocket knife won't do. Right. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, I'm also liking uh, selecting Christmas costumes in certain fighting games. All right. Uh, I just saw the Killer Instinct one, actually. Yeah, like like there's the, the Santa beard for TJ, the whole reindeer get up for Sable. It looks ridiculous. Oh, that's great. I haven't heard of that. And that's perfect. Orchid gets candy canes for weapons. Nice. Yeah. Oh, oh that's um, Orchids, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Orchid. Carrying. Along with uh, DJ combos. And, right. and Chief Racist, of course. Yeah, and Dr. Dog Balls. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, man. I got to check that yeah. out. Yeah. And also, uh, Dead or Alive 5, I was weirdly compelled to finish getting all the achievement points in that. I saw your tweet about that, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. question I, mark. I, I literally did 100 online matches today. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're the man. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, also, uh, Matt Walker here features prominently in the game. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Did you, yeah. you put that in there, right? No, that's in there. Honest to God. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. They decided they needed an American name to put up on the wall. Oh, or... my God. That's crazy. Yeah. What are the so all you, all your oh, listeners in there, okay. find like like the gym and the boxing ring stage. Got, I thought I thought that was from Street Fighter Five or something. I thought that was like a recent thing that Matt could have had an influence on. Oh, no, that's Dead or Alive Five. Okay, okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm I trying wish... to think. I don't know anybody at Tecmo right No, Not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. Not since you hacked their game and put your name in it. The, I really like the Christmas costumes in that game too, and uh, oh yeah, I had another tweet today. I was playing online matches. And, like, some dude is telling me to use a specific move. And I'm like, okay, uh, is it because it's good? Or is it, like, catering to your weird fetish? <laughs> right? Because it's dead or alive, right? And we've got these practically naked girls, like, doing high kicks to each other in the face. Right. <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, I wish Street Fighter had cool Christmas costumes. Yeah, that'd be cool, especially since, uh, you know... It has Santa Claus in it already, basically. (laughs) Right, Goken? There you go, exactly. You just gotta fatten up Goken a little bit and you're all set, man. Yeah, dude. Isn't Santa Claus in, like, one of the Clay Fighter games? Yes, as Sumo Santa. There you go. And that game also has Bad Mr. Frosty. Bad Mr. Frosty, that's right. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a blast from the past. So, yeah, instead in Street Fighter, we got, like, the Furcon bargain bin for the new costume set. Man, yeah, that would have been great, especially because uh, I think uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4 is on a uh, sale on Steam right now during the Steam sale. Yeah, so many fighting ga- so many games oh, all man. over are on yeah. sale. And, I mean, Xbox Live does that, too. I imagine PSN does. Yeah, true enough. True enough. Like, I just bought Bioshock 2 for, like, 4 bucks on Xbox Live. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I think we could do a whole podcast about, you know, uh, Christmassy themed levels and games and stuff like that, right? Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Awesome topic. Cool. So I think we're going to go ahead and move on to some letters. Yeah. Yeah. 
so we're going to start off with uh, just a short and uh, breezy one from our friend TYP, uh, host of Radio Trivia and uh, previous uh, liver inner of Japan, <laughs> <laughs> or a better word for that. Um, so TYP says, Dear Famicast, uh, are you sick of Jingle Bell Rock yet? Or was that just my local Jesco? <laughs> so I think he's referring to the constant loop of um, bad MIDI versions of uh, Christmas songs that kind of play endlessly in uh, department stores, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As like... opposed to during the summer when it's like Final Countdown and the Ghostbusters <laughs> theme. All right. Those are the best ones I've heard, I think. That's awesome. Do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I don't know. I haven't spent much time in department stores uh, yet. I have but... a lot to say about Christmas songs in Japan. But uh, I mean, <laughs> Japanese Christmas songs, like, you know, by Japanese J-pop artists or like, yeah. just like I don't know anything about that, but. Yeah. We, neither, neither would I ever want to know about that. But yeah, go ahead. But uh, <laughs> Last Christmas and Happy Christmas Last are Christmas. two of them. Two of the most popular Christmas songs in Japan, yes, I would say. Yes, especially Last Christmas. That yeah. Song, I don't hear that song at all when I'm in the States, but in Japan, you're going to hear it. Oh, you're going to hear yep. it. Yep, <laughs> yep. And I mean, you know, I, at the school I teach at, I've been doing a lot of lessons around Christmas songs and stuff. And, like, you know, nobody really knows, like, Frosty the Snowman. Right, right. <laughs> but they but, do know Last Christmas. Yeah, they know Last Christmas right. and Happy Christmas. I'm, I'm a big fan of Driving Home for Christmas. That's a good one. Mm. Maybe that's a British one. I don't know. How's it? Yeah, I don't know that Driving one. Driving Home do you know? How's that go? You can can you, can you sing it, a couple measures just, for us? Sure, sure, sure. It just goes, I'm driving home for Christmas. Ding, ding, ding. Something, something, something. Uh, <laughs> I can't really remember it, but the tune is very instantly recognizable for me. And it just instantly gets me in a Christmas mood. We we officially have a new theme song for the podcast. This is great, <laughs> and we don't even have to like you know license it or anything. We'll just take what you just sang now. It's gonna be great. What about the Christmas music from Tekken Tag Two? There was Christmas That's music re- in that. That's great. There's a whole Christmas yeah. stage. Like there's like a Santa village. It's one of the stages. Oh man, it's awesome. It's pretty amazing. It's almost as good as the Snoop Dogg stage. <laughs> almost. <laughs> That's the one who is like rapping about what is going on. In the arena, kind of thing. Yeah, that pretty much. Of, right, right, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I guess the answer to TYP's question is uh, yes. I guess we are sick of this, <laughs> the last Christmas being played constantly. Not yes. Jingle Bell Rock. I uh, he asked about Jingle Bell Rock. I I haven't heard that song I haven't really in heard Japan. That one. Yeah, maybe that was just his local. Just go. That's his answer. Okay. So next question, uh, Ty, could you go ahead and read that one? Yeah, Shaman on the forums says, Are the Christmas movies, TV specials, etc. in Japan as lame as the ones in America? Oh, this is a good one. This is a very good one. <laughs> well, hmm, Christmas movies. So what are the uh, the kind of the tentpole Christmas movies in America? Oh, man, in America? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. Uh, the animated one, Rudolph yeah. the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the stop-motion one. That's right. Um, a Christmas Story. Yep, Christmas As Story. Yep, yep, you'll yep. shoot your... And 
Oh, you mm. shoot Ray out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, seen, how about... I've never seen those in Japan, right? <laughs> Not so much. Dude, yeah. I showed a picture of the Grinch to one of my coworkers. I asked him, hey, do you know this guy? He's like, yeah, that's a dude from Namek. What? What? What's Namek? Huh? Namek is the planet in Dragon Ball Z where the green dudes <laughs> oh, come oh, from. Awesome. Wow. Like Piccolo. Get good at Japan. <laughs> yeah, Japan. Japan's Christmas, just like in every other country, right? You know, Japan does have various different, you know, Christmas specials. And in fact, in Japan, it's not just Christmas, but every season you have specials, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so for Christmas, though, you get, uh, just like with every other season in Japan, you get all these programs where it's a bunch of Gainojin, a bunch of, you know, uh, like TV celebrities and whatnot, all uh, basically getting together to sing karaoke. And they'll sing karaoke of their favorite, you know, Christmassy songs or wintery songs in Japan, including Last Christmas, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Mainly that, oh yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, every season they do that, right? It's not, it's not just limited to Christmas, but every season they, they, they always have those, those programs, don't oh, they? Oh, man. Karaoke, it's yeah. Par for the course for yeah. Japanese TV. Yeah. As for Christmas movies, I think I saw Elf. Uh, the Will Ferrell movie on Japanese TV, like maybe last year or a couple of years ago. But um, yeah, I haven't, haven't really seen... Uh, well, the one that I always seem to watch at Christmas is, uh, I think it's called Santa Claus the Movie. It's about like um, oh, like candy that can make you fly or whatever. Wow. It's, but it ends up being explosive. <laughs> okay. Uh, this sounds so, familiar, but yeah. I'm not sure I've seen it. Oh man, I'm trying to forget. Um, there's a British guy who's the el- main elf guy. Of, oh man, I'm forgetting his forgetting his name now. But uh, yeah, that one's pretty. Well, I don't know if it's good, but it's kind of something I used to watch growing up. So it kind of gets me in the spirit of things. And uh, the other two are the Snowman and Father Christmas, which are like you know hand drawn animation uh, movies. Have you? Do you guys know the Snowman? The Snowman. The Snowman. The snowman, not frosty the snowman, but um, you know, walking in I, the air and that kind of stuff. I, I'm maybe. Does it have kind of a colored pencil thatch yeah, kind of yeah, look yeah, to yeah. the animation? Yeah, I know it. I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of just kind barely. Of, the character is actually kind of popular in Japan. Yeah, I saw him on a mug around the office. All right. Yeah, that could be a British thing. I'm not sure. Uh, I think the the there's based on books which are. Uh, yeah, uh, British Raymond Briggs, I think the guy's name is. But yeah, I, I like watching those at Christmas. I haven't, I haven't seen them on Japanese TV though. Um, so <laughs> I hope uh, more people in Japan get the the chance to watch Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Great the Tim movie. Allen one? No, no, that was the Santa Claus. Uh, that's the Arnie one, isn't it? Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad and Phil oh, Hartman. Man. There's an all-star cast for you. Yeah. Get to the chopper. <laughs> more like, get to the toy store. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, pretty much. A lot of him like screaming and yeah. like getting hurt and getting <laughs> in fights with like Santa Clauses while another ring of Santa Clauses around them starts cheering. Little known fact, that's what clinched it for his election as uh, governor of California. <laughs> His yeah. performance he in that movie. I didn't think the timeline is about right, right? <laughs> yeah. It was the seed. It was the inception. It was the, the part of the start thing that started it People all. watched that movie and they thought, this, this is the kind of guy that we would want to govern us. This would be good. 
It's a good so, movie. I don't think that. Uh, I mean, I don't know any Japanese Christmas movies because I don't think it is, you know, as integral to the culture. You know, because well, it, you know, it's very. I mean, it's let's just face it. It is a religious holiday in in a way. It's a Western religious holiday, so it's. I I can't imagine there would be any you know Japanese full length you know cinema movies based around Christmas. You know. Yeah, Maybe not that I can think of. Yeah, so you might, yeah, you might, like Matt was saying, you might get the TV specials and, um, you know. Maybe uh, a Christmas episode of your yeah, favorite anime. There you go, Christmas episodes of stuff, like, you know, the dramas, you know, it might have a Christmas tree in the background, <laughs> something like that. But nothing as balls out as a, you know, fully on Christmas themed uh, movie or anything like that. So, um, yeah. Different culture, but if you want to talk about Oshogatsu, uh, New Year's, then yeah, I, I think there are a lot more stuff based around that because that's basically uh, what we would equivalent to Christmas. You know, that's what Japanese people you know look forward to and celebrate with their family, right? That's New Year's, right? Right, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, it's a big deal. The train runs all night. <laughs> all right. I think we've said this before, but basically, if you just switch uh, Christmas and New Year's, that's basically what it is like in japan you know you you get drunk at christmas and you spend time with your family at new year's but you know in the west it's the other way around right yeah exactly <laughs> to the point where actually uh, i mean you know these days i think kids in, in japan you know get christmas gifts too but uh you know up until recently the main thing was you know kids would get otoshidama right they'd get money for new years that they yeah. would they, that would be instead of getting like a christmas present that's what they would get so new year pocket money yeah yeah Usually, if you ask kids like, "What do you get for Christmas?" they just say, "You know, either Pokemon or money, right?" <laughs> yeah, and they might get it way before Christmas as well, which is I've noticed a, a thing, right? You know, they usually get their present. You know, as soon as Christmas holidays start, they get their present. You know, <laughs> you know me, I uh, I got this year. I got my Christmas gift uh, a little early. I got uh, Smash Brothers on Wii U when it came out. So nice, lucky. My wife let me buy that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also guilty of getting myself a Christmas present early. What would you end up getting? I got a Wii U and Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and Mario, got the whole shiz. But I'm sure there'll be one surprise left for Christmas. All right. Cool. So let's move on. And I think Annual Gift Man is pleased with our selection of letters so far. Um, but let's uh, keep him happy with the next one from Klex Yoshi from the forums. <clears throat> and he asks, um, I really don't think the revelation of KFC is going to be able to be topped. I think he's referring to our uh, classic uh, Christmas episode from a while back. <laughs> Pre-order <But> he... now! <laughs> exactly, yeah. But here goes. As I am under understand it, the Japanese tend to take what uh, they like from religions in piecemeal, and they put it together in their own theology. They might have various little Shinto quirks from day to day to appease the kami, the gods, but uh, they have a Christian wedding, they get buried at a Buddhist temple so that the monks uh, tend to the temple grounds will pray for them every day. Um, so, he wants to know just how much of this generic <laughs> consumerisms is lost on the mass public. Um, if you were to visit your local sushi car, sushi uh, <laughs> and ask the owner uh, what Jesus Christ's birthday is, <laughs> would he be able to answer? Or would he realize he's got put on the spot? 
Also, uh, would he be appreciative that you're giving him uh, Christmas business instead of KFC? <laughs> I'm sure he would be, actually. I, th I don't think many sushi places are full on Christmas Day. <laughs> Fried chicken is the way to go, I guess. Yep. So, I guess his question is, do, do, do Japanese people generally know about the real meaning of Christmas or the original meaning of Christmas? Rampant consumerism. <laughs> and that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they do is just like, you know, a bullet point mm -hmm. under what is Christmas. But <laughs> but the, but as for the, the, the question, do they care? Maybe not so much. No. Yeah, well, as, as with all things, you know, the original meaning gets lost. Um, I mean... Even in the West, you know, does that... <laughs> I don't think, you know, the everyone would be able to tell you the full Christmas story, right? It would just be like, yeah, it's the, when Santa was born or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> Santa's birthday. Sure but, enough. Um, yeah, yeah, you've got to understand, you know, it's not, you know, Jap Japan welcomes all cultures and, you know, beliefs and everything and it just kind of gets integrated right and it gets, they just take what they like take what they like and it gets japanicized right and yeah uh, exactly that's the word i was looking for there you go like valentine's day you know now they've got their own they've got two valentine's days with white day and that's right maybe now, three now the, Christmas there's day. a <laughs> that's a holiday that was literally invented by the card companies yeah yeah, yeah. everyone knows that yeah yeah everyone knows that but, um, yeah, yeah, is I mean, it's not something you should really sweat while you're in Japan, you know, don't get, like, you know, riled up that people don't know the original, you know, meaning of Christmas, you know, it's no big deal, you know, they're just having fun, you know, it's just like, it's just a day to exchange presents and go on a date, <laughs> eat some strawberry sponge cake. Yes, it's traditional to eat uh, cake and chicken on Christmas. That's right, the Christmas cake, forgot about the Christmas cake, I haven't yeah. had one in so long. Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of like yeah, it's like a photocopy of Christmas, you know. You you lose some of the original uh, details, but you know, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. They just try to like color it in with, you know, what seems good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Christmas cake thing, that is a traditional British thing to have a Christmas cake, but you know, we don't eat we definitely don't eat strawberry sponge cake. <laughs> Ours is more of like a, you know, a uh alcohol-fueled uh, dried fruit cake with with icing on top but you know japanese people don't really like dried fruit so much so you know like yeah let's just change it to strawberry you know, sponge cake because we like that i think i know yeah. i'm going for christmas <laughs> next year this sounds intriguing you, alcohol cake you say hey you know what we should do though mm. we should go on a trip to aomori to visit the grave of jesus christ <laughs> do, jesus. do what now have you heard about this i, I don't there, think so it's here well, you can Google it up, but uh, basically there's, there is an alleged grave of Jesus Christ in Aomori when he somehow narrowly escaped crucifixion <laughs> and moved to Japan for some reason. I'd watch that movie at it's, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it says here he, he died at the age of 106. Because he and, started eating Japanese food. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess he moved to Japan and was lived a ripe old age and was uh, buried in Aomori. There you go. I believe it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the TV special of that. It's true. 
Like the little tourist plaque here says so. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, after we go have our uh, alcoholic cake over in the land of uh, the Brits, there, I think where we're going, we're going Alamody after that. It sounds like a plan. Yeah. You're welcome. Please come over. I'm actually getting one sent over uh, from England, so. <laughs> All right. To come so we don't have to go to England then. We can just visit you. <laughs> sounds like a day. <laughs> so yeah, and of of course, I think. Famicast, loyal Famicast listeners will know about the origin of KFC. You know, it was, um, I think it was back in the 70s. Lots of expats, you know, Americans missing Turkey. They go to KFC to get an expat thing. You know, Japanese people misinterpret that as thinking all foreigners like KFC at Christmas. And it kind of steamrolled from there. Wow. Really? Is that how it works? See, I thought what I had heard was that. Actually, KFC just ran a campaign, like a, an ad campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, just saying that. Oh, yeah, you know, and that's what... Oh, yeah, KFC's uh, marketing department were, were on it, obviously, and they obviously helped snowball that. Right. <laughs> yeah. They, there you go. And, uh, uh, when I came to Japan for my foreign exchange, one of my, uh, I guess, supporters slash handlers asked, asked me, do you have KFC in America? <laughs> all right and what was yeah. your answer i mean well of course i'm like yeah yeah we do do you know what kfc stands for <laughs> christmas fried chicken right <laughs> <laughs> um actually do you ha- does kfc open on christmas because that's the thing that always uh, blows japanese people's minds i always say like you know things like that i actually lots of things are closed on christmas day in england and you know they're like, what? KFC? You know, how do you get your KFC then? <laughs> like, well, we we don't. <laughs> do you have KFC in England? Yeah, I've never actually been in one, but we do. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I must. They're, they're probably like twenty four hours in America, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think they're basically the same as any other restaurant in America. Yeah. Though, as I understand, in Japan, you have to pre-order your chicken, basically, if you want to get it on Christmas. Oh, yeah, because they have so many orders. They're just backed up. Right. right yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I imagine they're open on Christmas in Japan. Do you do, you do that, Matt? Do you get a, a KFC bucket? You know, I've never <laughs> done that. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think one time I think I had fried chicken with... I think it was with my wife and like her friend and her friend's kid. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only time I did it. I can't. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that was it. I've, I've never actually gotten KFC a, on Christmas in Japan. What about you, Ty? Have you ever queued up on Christmas uh, Day? Not for KFC. No. Um, I noticed my local convenience has switched out like all their their hot foods for fried chicken. <laughs> I think even McDonald's start doing it around about Christmas because, you know, they're just, you know, desperate to have any sales around about that time, I think. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how Wendy's is doing. Did you know they only have, like, three locations in Japan? Oh, yeah, and they, they reopened them, right? They actually they, they had Wendy's in Japan for a little while, and then they closed down because they weren't doing too good of business. And then, yeah, uh, just a couple years back then, they actually opened up. They started, I think the first one that they brought back was in Omotesando, maybe. And, uh, yeah, they tried to cater to, like, a different crowd. 
So, I don't know. I, I can't imagine they're doing that well just because you don't see them all over the place, right? Although I heard that Taco Bell is going to be coming to Japan. So. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell is <laughs> coming to Japan. It's pretty exciting for us I'm fat excited. Americans. <laughs> Get your stomach viruses ready. It's really hard to find Mexican food in Japan, even fake Mexican food like Taco Bell. Hey, there's a good one in Odaiba. Oh, tell um, me more. It's in the the building that's got the cinema in, you know, yeah. kind of kind of near the fake Statue of Liberty. You know, that yeah. uh, kind of like little shopping mall thing. Um, it's kind of like themed like a underground Mexican cave. Wait, wait, where is this again? Because I think Oda- I'm... Odaiba. Because I think I'm going there soon because it's Kamaket coming up. All right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'll get you, I'll get you the link after the show. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Um, actually, yeah, talking of events, isn't there like Smash, what, uh, what's it called, uh, Jump Festa on at the moment? Yeah, like I think it's today? happening right now or something, isn't it? I just saw an official Smash Brothers tweet about a bunch of people playing Smash Wii U in Japan. I guess, is it a tournament? Does anyone know about this? I, I don't know about it. I wish I would. It's I'll in pre- Makahari. I'll probably take uh, Smash Bros to the next uh, final round bats if they're down over there. Oh, nice. You hang out with those guys, huh? So you hang out with, like, Scott Popular and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been going to those every month for a couple of years, so I know him quite well. Nice. Yeah, I love that guy. He's awesome. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on to some uh, listener feedback next. Right on. Mario! This was actually a YouTube comment from the video show, the one before this episode. Uh, gotcha, catch them all, that episode. Uh, so Son of a Peanut, sorry, Son of Mr. Peanut. Um, uh, obviously, he liked the, the episode title, and he said uh, it made him want to have a Nintendo Direct all about Pokemon, a Pokemon Direct, like what they did for Monster Hunter. Did you? Must I? Oh, right, they did do that. Matt, you're a Monster Hunter guy. Oh yeah. Did you watch? Did you watch that Nintendo Direct? Uh, were you Were you involved? The The Monster Hunter <laughs> no, was involved. <laughs> was involved, but uh, yeah, I've you know I've watched the the Monster Hunter ones, uh, and uh, I've watched most of the Nintendo Directs, and I'm, I'm always a big fan of whenever they bring them out. I, I enjoy watching those. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done a Pokemon Direct actually, like a full one, like. They just had two Pokemon games come out. Recently. Well, they they did one they did one for X and Y, didn't they? When uh, when they announced X and Y, you could be right. I I usually skip ones that I'm not interested in, so <laughs> I don't think I watched that one. But yeah, <clears throat> but um, Ty, what were you saying about uh, Pokemon Center? I think uh. I just saw this in passing on Twitter, but I think a new Pokemon Center opened up, and there was, like, a huge crowd for it. So, like, you know, don't discount Pokemon in Japan, for sure. You mean Yokai Watch hasn't completely destroyed it yet? Nah, nah. 
Maybe I'm not saying it won't, but we'll see. We'll see. What do you think, Matt? Do you think it has the potential to be, you know, like a long seller like Pokemon? Yokai Watch. Good question. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, wonder. Pokemon is just a fad, a <laughs> a twenty year fad. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Hey, I thought the same thing. Did well, Pokemon was gonna be a fad? Back when I bought the the first one, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought red, you know, red blue that would be it. <laughs> and but, then yeah. came yellow and then yeah <laughs> well i had a tamagotchi you know i got my fingers got burned so your fingers got burnt yeah by the tamagotchi from, from tamagotchi yeah. how'd that happen <laughs> not literally oh, okay, okay. <laughs> as in i bought it and then you know it was in the bin like, a, like six months later Ah, uh, okay <laughs> but yeah we're all wrong especially me <laughs> Okay, so Ty, I guess this is your yes. I've, next, right? I've been waiting for this. Okay, so Clicks Yoshi writes again. That yeah, guy. yeah, he loves our podcasts, and we love him. Skippy, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he wants my thoughts on Tatsunoko versus Capcom, Persona Four Arena, Dissidia Final Fantasy, Naruto Clash, and Ninja Games. Um, yeah, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of fighting games. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom is fun. I wish it came out on a, on, you know, a console that wasn't Wii. Oh, right. That's the Wii exclusive one, right? Yeah. But they did do a, a fight stick for that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And it also came out in arcades in Japan, which maybe not a lot of people know. It's fun. Uh, yeah, it was a main game at Evo uh, that year. Crazy. And, uh, you know, if you like that game a whole lot, you can emulate it on your PC Ooh. easily. <laughs> like, you can upscale it. You can plug in your fight sticks for, you know, your PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. Cause, you know, pe- people would rather do that than play it on the Wii, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would. Kind of crowd. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's a it's a fun game. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I did buy it on the Wii, and I played it with a GameCube controller for a while. Yeah, like until Street Fighter Four came out. Right, right, right. That came out before that, right? Yeah. Um, let's see, Persona Four Arena. I really like that game. Um, I I felt like uh, it like the scene kind of died for the first version kind of fast in Japan, but you know, I like it. It's fun. I mean, it's not guilty year and you know, guilty year is out now, but it's fun. I like it. I think a lot of people should play it. By the way, what is the thread that connects all of these fighting games together? By the way, are these uh, like offshoots or something? Um, let's see. Tosnoko versus Capcom is a weird crossover. Persona Force, you know, it's a spinoff of the Persona games. Right. Uh, Dissidia Final Fantasy is a spinoff of the Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And Naruto is, you know, just, you know, a licensed game. Is that a fighting game? That, uh, or is that... Yes, and I have a lot to say about that. Okay. But... Uh, Clex Yoshi says that this the only thing that he liked out of the whole franchise was the Naruto fighting games. Yeah, um... I, I have a lot of interesting things to say about that. And, like, there's a lot of old content on the site I will refer you to. But let me do this in order. Uh, 
Yes, I like Persona 4. Uh, Dissidia Final Fantasy, I've never actually played it. Uh, I know it did have a following. I think the game, as far as I know, ran into some problems when it had, you know, balance issues. Where, like, only one or two characters were, like, super good. But, you know, I I had fun downloading the soundtrack to that game. <laughs> yeah, it had remixes from the entire Final Fantasy series. From the little I saw of it, it just it looked like Castlevania Judgment to me. Just like you know, a, a fighting game that shouldn't really be a fighting game because it's from a series that's not a fighting game. Yeah, but, man, I always wanted to play that game. But yeah. <laughs> let me tell you about Naruto Clash and Ninja. I think uh, Naruto Four, which didn't come out in the U.S., I think it's the literally the best GameCube game. No way! Oh, right, that was on GameCube. Yeah. But okay, in Japan, like uh, Naruto Clash, Clash and Ninja uh, 1, 2, 3, and 4 came out. It was uh, Naruto Gekito Ninja Tyson in Japan. Okay. And, uh, and they released 1 and 2 in the U.S. like years behind Japan because it tied into the marketing that way. Right. And uh, I actually like attended like a, kind of a promotional event for that where... Uh, let's see. D four publisher invited a lot of people from the internet who were uh, associated with popular internet sites to uh, come to their office and play their games, and they actually paid to fly them out. What? Yeah, it was back when the economy was good, and they were willing <laughs> to try experimental new <laughs> ways to promote their game. If you intro- that was the time when you introduced yourself as Mister dot com and they would give you a million dollars. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So, the, so like ten dudes came in, like uh, Planet GameCube got got an invite, and I was available to to accept a free flight to Los Angeles that week. <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, so I flew down to L.A. Like I got a nice town car and everything to go to this video game publisher office and play the game and do Q and a and that sort of stuff. And I was like, maybe the only guy or one of two guys who was actually there from a video game site. And everybody there was like from an anime or manga site. And, uh, so they'd never seen daylight before. Dude, they, (laughs) there were some weird dudes there. Like, okay. There was one guy that like, uh, like one, like the second or third thing he did was ask me something in Japanese, and I'm pretty sure it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, so like you, so you opened the curtains and he disintegrated. Right, like yeah, this dude asked, like asked me, "Kare wa nihongo dekimasu ka?" or something like that. It's like, oh the, right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the wrong pronoun, dude. But I'm like, I just said what, and he said, oh, I guess not. And then, like, I, I pretended I didn't know any Japanese for the rest of that. It's probably for the best. Awesome. Yeah, it was for the best. I mean, I've seen bad things happen. So, I I I, I get in there. I I play uh, Naruto one, having played been playing Naruto four for months. I I was very pleased to destroy like even the people translating the game and stuff. You know, so that was fun. That was fun. I got to ask some hard-hitting questions like, "Why are you charging like 
fifty dollars in SRP for a game that's like four years old and has like eight characters in it. <laughs> I, uh, I bet they like translating that question. Yeah. And then I'm sure it was uh, interesting for them too when it was the other guy's turn to ask hard hitting questions and his question was Karewa Nihongo Dekimaska. <laughs> yeah, dude, another guy like <laughs> to the Japanese guy he says that. Well, well, they they were at, they asked us questions like, "What's your favorite character?" And one dude said Sasuke, and I'm like, "What?" And of course, he's referring to the character Sasuke, and he doesn't. He. Oh right, 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 right. okay. Because I guess he'd only Sasuke. read the the manga and like. You know, right, right, right. doesn't know how the Japanese syllabary works. Leg- Legend of Cage. That yes, thing, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But overall, I had a great time. And uh, I think, I, I don't know, I wouldn't, I'm not sure if I'd say it's more competitively viable than Smash Brothers Melee, but I enjoy Naruto 4 more than Smash Brothers Melee. What? Dude, uh, read my review on Planet GameCube that I wrote. I yeah or nine point five. No, I think I actually did it. Give it ten out of ten. Wow, it's so good. It's a it's an amazing game. As a quick aside about pronouncing Japanese words wrong, um, <clears throat> how do you guys now that you know Japanese and you live in Japan? Do you still say Ryu? <laughs> I don't. Because do is kind of hard to say. It is hard to say, but you know you learn to do it. And if you say do, then, you know, Westerners don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> this is true. I, I, I've, I've learned to kind of get used to saying it because actually my nephew is called do. Oh, nice. And if I called him Ryu, then his, his um, <laughs> my sister-in-law would probably punch me in the face. <laughs> but, so, but yeah, it is. Um, you know, it, kind of now that I think about it, it might change depending on if I'm speaking Japanese or English. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, let's see. Let me think. If you're talking about dragons in Japanese, you gotta yeah. say it right. Yeah. Let, let, let me throw out some sentences here. Like, yeah, you gotta watch out for Ryu's uh, zoning game. All right. How was that? Did I say Ryu or you? <laughs> that was Neither. kind of in the middle. I yeah, it's in that. the middle. It's in the yeah. middle. Ryu's, Ryu's, right, right, right. Yeah. But I think if I'm speaking Japanese, uh, I say it pretty correctly, like you. Right, right. It's, yeah. It's tricky. I think the real. Oh, for me, I think I always said. I think I always said you probably or something like that. So probably not quite you, but close enough, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Although uh, I I think the real test for Ty is what he calls the boxer. (laughs) I call him boxer. All right. It's true. Uh, I'll tell you a little something about the Street Fighter guys. Uh, Like you know, the the guys are hardcore into Street Fighter and actually travel back and forth between japan and america they say boxer claw and dictator even if you're <laughs> even if you're american or japanese like uh, if if you're hardcore into the international street fighter scene everybody calls them that this this is the bison vega uh, mix-up thing right right yeah. changing it in every country yeah i get you i get you yeah okay then um so next up we got a few tweets to read out here the first one is a very nice one from uh gamertag kana bob and he says that we're we are killing it i loves the show and he loves the music choices uh, for the breaks so uh, props to danny because he's the guy who 
chooses all the music. Um, I, I throw a lot of requests at him, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, including this episode, right? Yeah. But ultimately, um, it is up to him, so he's doing a very good job. Exactly. Um, so, and the next one is from Jay Aponte. Um, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, his Twitter handle is J underscore L A E M E. And he awaits uh, at Super Cat Drugs, aka Ty, his angry rant about Super Smash Brothers winning Best Fighting Game at the Game Awards uh, last week. What well, do you reckon, Ty? Well, I already had an angry rant earlier in this episode about uh, the Smash Brothers netcode. Uh, like I don't watch the video game awards. I don't know why anybody would because it's been <laughs> so consistently bad over the last few years. Well, it's interesting. This time they actually did something different, though. I don't know if uh, you guys talked about this already or not, but actually for this one, uh, this year he actually did it separate from Viacom. Last year, you know, he had you know Mr. Dorito, you yeah, about, Mr. Right? Of course, Dorito Pope, yeah, yep, Dorito Pope. And uh, so this year, yeah, he, you know, he really tried to take, you know, creative control of it and try to make it, you know, as game-centric as possible. And he, for the most part, he did a pretty good job, honestly. People seem to be more positive than last year's, but maybe he's kind of um, made it, he's kind of mellowed it down too much that it's actually become boring. I think that's the thing that I've complained I've heard about uh, it. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's hard to do, you know, it's hard to, how do you make it not hard boring? Balance, but, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard balance there. Well... But. I already dismissed it out of hand due to my preconceptions. So there's there that. You <laughs> so you don't really care that Smash Brothers won Best Fighting Game? Well, I don't care what those guys think won the Best Fighting Game. I'm pretty sure the Best Fighting Game this year is actually Guilty Year. Oh, man, that game is amazing. I can't believe what they did with that. It's just so cool. Dude, dude like, um, even if you're not a fighting game fan, if you're interested in like graphics technology... Take a good long hard work, uh, good long hard look at what they did with this game. Cause um, why isn't Street Fighter Five doing that instead of like you know recycling Street Fighter Four again? <laughs> yeah, if like if only what? we had someone on, you know, someone from Capcom. Man, if only, if only we had <laughs> somebody that could talk about something like that. <laughs> wow, that would be that would be incredible. We could probably hear so many interesting yeah. things. But, you know, on the other hand, not a lot of fighting games came out this year, I think. Like, you know, it, last year was a good year for fighting games, but this year it was like Smash, Guilty Gear, and I don't know, maybe the updated Persona 4, was that this year? Ultimate? I think it was. No idea. Either way, yeah, what they did with Unreal Engine and that, that Guilty Gear game this year is incredible, man. The way that the way that's all rendered in three D, but it looks two D is just yeah, insane. like like I, I show that to people, like you know, fans of Japanese animation, and I'm like, look at this, this is three D real time. They're like, no way, no way, that's a lie, that's bullshit. Right, it's just insane. It's so cool the way they did that. So yeah, yeah, I could talk at length about some of the technology behind that. Like, um, all right, I'll just throw one little factoid out there. Okay, so this game uses 3D models, and, you know, it, it cell shades them and stuff to make them look 2D, but it does such a good job. At, like, it, first, it reduces the animation down to, like, uh, you know, like, just some keyframes and in-between are not, like, fluid animating. They look like animation cells in that respect. And another thing they do is... Um, 
you know, when you have a 3D model, like uh, the perspective of the model is going to converge towards the horizon. But this game does not do that. Like, you know, in Street Fighter or Marvel, when you have your two characters over in the corner, the the models are going to look a, diff- a bit different because the perspective converges towards the horizon. But Guilty Gear doesn't because it, as I understand it, it, uh, it renders the models off screen, turns them into a 2D image, then places them on the screen. So they're not going to converge towards the horizon. Just like Mr. Game & Watch in uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Exactly the same. I was saying, you don't know that they actually do it that way. <laughs> well, not actually, way. because Mr. Game & Watch is actually 2D. Like, is he? No, like you pause the game and you rotate the camera around. And yeah. but He's got, that... a, he's got a bulge. Not in that way. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Guilty Gear is amazingly beautiful. Probably the best fighting game of the year. Deal with it. Buy it, not, love not it. Not according to the Game Awards, Ty. Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and... I'm uh, surprised they enter Japanese games. So the last tweet we have is um, from actually a developer... Um, the developer of uh, Retro City Rampage, um, Brian. Can somebody help me out with his family? With his surname? Uh, Provinciano is his last name, isn't it? There you go. Thank you very much. So um, Brian actually tweeted us because I'm. I actually uh, asked him about why the uh, his game Retro City Rampage isn't on on Wii U when it is on Wii and I think the DS, the 3DS too, right? And uh, he actually responded that he says um, not even 400 people um, with Wii U's have bought the WiiWare version, so he can't justify doing a native Wii U port. Uh, that's 0.1%. So I think uh, maybe RFN guys talked about this too, but uh, yeah, I think he's been saying similar things to various other people. That uh, you know, He gets lots of requests, but you know, not many people actually buy the game on Nintendo systems, so he can't really justify it. Because he is only one guy, so, you know, makes sense, yeah. It's just, uh, that's a shame. If you want it, just buy it on the Wii, within the Wii U, I guess. There you go. Okay, so, yeah, keep your tweets and emails coming. Uh, tweet us at the Famicast, or send us, uh, if you want to send us a long question, like... Uh, Mr. Clicks Yoshi did uh, send it to Famicast at NintendoWorldReport.com and uh, yeah, we'll uh, read it out on the next show. So we actually have a couple uh, saved up for the next episode, next year so uh, look forward to that. So thank you for those letters. We do have them and we haven't burnt them or anything. We're just saving them up for the next episode. I print them out and burn them. (laughs) (laughs) That's dedication. To keep warm. Okay, so let's close this uh, episode up, guys. All right, let's do it. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue, the dark. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park. I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear. Looked at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer. But then I was yelling for the man at a beer. And a bag full of 30, 12 o'clock at night. So I turned my head a second and the man was gone. Put him up the stuff as well as 
Okay, guys, so that is the end of the show. So we're going to go ahead and give out our Twitter handles and uh, a recently retweeted tweet, if you don't mind. Um, I'll go ahead and start. So I tweeted out a picture of the latest Street Pass puzzle to hit Japan and I think the rest of the world. And I said,、um, So, woohoo, new Street Pass puzzle! Finally, there's one for Super Smash. Oh, wait, it's Sonic Boom, never mind. <laughs> yeah, and I. I just... <laughs> so, yeah, that was my、uh, most retweeted tweet and also my Hyper Troll get of the week. So, yeah, if you want more of that, then follow me at Family Complicated.、Uh, Matt, why do you go ahead? All right,、uh, I'm Gypsy Otoko, G Y P S Y O T O K O. And、uh, my most recent retweeted tweet was retweeted by somebody named Cat Drugs. Huh, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like Super Cat Drugs. I don't know. I, It must be somebody, somebody I know. Pretty sure I know that person. Anyways, I my, hate that guy. <laughs> the, uh, the, treat, the tweet that I retweeted was my, re, my、uh, response to a tweet that Ty had actually showed me when he showed me that Matt Walker is apparently the champion of the world in Dead or Alive 5. <laughs> And、uh, my response was, I, what, how did you? Because I was just in utter shock that my name was in the game.、So. A winner is you. Exactly. Yes,、right. literally. Cool. Ty, go ahead.、Um, my most popular tweet, or rather, tweets would be the pictures of, I got of my two adapters and eight controllers for Smash Brothers. Yeah, dude. I, I retweeted that. Yeah, and the picture of my eight player setup. I think、uh, my response was、uh, hashtag your parents help you set it up. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. If you don't have like a 50 inch TV and you, you hate screen lag, I recommend、uh, splitting the signal to two different TVs. So it's very convenient for people to crowd around when you can、uh, spread out your displays. Nice. If you have a room big enough, right? Yeah. And two TVs. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have it going to two different rooms. That's the,、nice. that's the benefit of like splitting a video signal. So, you can put the people who smell or you don't like in the other room, right? Yeah, with like an open window. <laughs> And、uh, where can people find those amazing tweets? On my amazing Twitter at SuperCatDrugs, Internet Superstar. There you have it. Okay, guys, so that is it. That is a Famicast, the last Famicast of 2014. Please do look. To be forwarding to new episodes next year. I think、uh, the, next, the first one will be a live show,、uh, so please look forward to that. And like we said before, please follow us at the Famicast to hear about when that will be taking part. And、uh, also, we've got a little、uh, Christmas present for you guys listening.、Um, uh, Danny and I have been、uh, re uh, re editing the 8 4 Play crossover episodes and、uh, Making Critteron、uh, collection editions of them. So, adding artwork and、uh, adding music and stuff. And they, those will be added to the Famicast、uh, iTunes feed. And、uh, we'll also be doing an article on uh, uh, Nintendo World Report so you can download them directly if you hate iTunes, which I know lots of people do. So, yeah, look forward to that. That's our, that's our present to you for not new episodes, but for. Remastered episodes for you to listen to、uh, if you can't get enough Famicast over、uh, the Christmas break. 
So yeah, have a great uh, Christmas time and uh, watch out for annual gift men and uh, make sure you batten down the hatches and uh, watch out for that sucker because he'll get you. So Matt, thank you for joining us, man. Really appreciate it, man. Hey, everybody. Have a very merry family Christmas. Thank you. And Ty, yeah. as always, it, the winner is you. Yes, it's time to Bonen Kai. Oh, yeah. That's Japanese for drink until you forget the year <laughs> so until next year or as they say in japanese yo yo toshio have a happy new year and we'll see you next time thanks guys family crew out hey Get my